pain don't hurt unless it's the pain of having your throat ripped out. That probably hurts a bit. Jamie? Yeah. Tony? Yeah. Let's go watch Roadhouse. Welcome to another episode of Good Times Great Movies. We're an 80s movie podcast where every other week we watch a different movie from the 80s and then we talk about that movie. I'm one of your two hosts. My name is Doug McCambridge and with me as always, but oh my God, trapped underneath a polar bear. It's Jamie Lorello. Ah! Jamie. I know it's it's terrifying. How how did you ever get out from under that thing? I can't believe it. You seem to be unconscious. A polar bear will really get you. Let me tell you. There were also there's a wild boar in that room. There was uh, some exotic animals in that room for a Kansas City. There's a lot uh, of trophies. Mafia guy. I mean, what was he? He was. He was the sheriff of the town. He's Ben Gazzara. He's drunk. He's sixty. He's sixty years old and kind of beating up Patrick Swayze. Yeah, he does. And is he? He's all of four eleven too. Which so that's amazing. Well, you could go for the knees and the legs. At one point, yeah. Patrick Swayze is like, you take out a dude's knees, he's yeah. useless. And Ben Gazzara somehow knew that. <laughs> uh, but we are not alone. Uh, as regular listeners know, we are doing something called the Summer of Sidekicks, where we are bringing on a different individual, uh, either uh, another podcast host or someone that's just interested in film uh, to come on with us episode by episode and bring us a movie we haven't done before. Mm-hmm. So we're joined by Tony from Hack the Movies. Tony, thank you so much for taking some time and talking to us today. I am so happy to be here talking about what I consider the greatest film ever made. Wow. Uh, Wow. One could say it's the greatest piece of art ever made. Uh, There are a few things. uh, They they had to take things out of the movie that would have made it even greater. And I'll get to that at some point. (laughs) What, what would the what would the runtime on this thing yeah, have been? Yeah, because it's almost two hours. Left more stuff in there. It's a long one. Uh, well, I will tell you, uh, ballet. I'll just say that, and Ooh. I'll explain what that is later on. Um, uh, but yes, okay. I I love this movie. I found this movie like my freshman year of college. Mm-hmm. Like I, I I've always heard about right. it, but I, like I never caught it. And then like I read some stuff on it, how it's like this crazy movie. And then I watched it and uh, like immediately was like, this is the greatest thing I've ever, I had to like show all yeah. my friends. Like I kept, I went deep <laughs> into roadhouse. Like I've, I've worked roadhouse into a lot of like my, my short films and stuff in school. Like I, Whenever I did a short film or a web series, it all took place in the fictional town of Dalton, Pennsylvania. Oh. There actually is oh there actually God. is a Dalton, Pennsylvania that I didn't know about, but I, mine was like because of this. Wow, <laughs> um, Jesus! I really got in this movie. I made a uh, short film featuring the recently deceased uh, New Jack. The wrestler New Jack has a part in it okay. uh, about two bar bouncers that became bar bouncers because they were so obsessed with Roadhouse, but they were terrible bar bouncers. Because because they didn't have real training. They just watched the movie. <laughs> well, yeah, and if you watch this movie and think you can be a bouncer, you think it's all just about, which it, I guess, scanning the crowd and nodding a lot and having a... 
Actually, yeah. badass plan. So, Nodding and telling yeah. other people to do your yeah. business for when, you. When you watch the uh, special features on the uh, DVD, yeah. uh, they actually have a thing from like real life coolers and bouncers, and they're like, "Yeah, you know, this movie is it's a little exaggerated, but it's actually not too far off." Like. The whole, like, don't fight right away. Try everything to de-escalate the situation. Take them outside. That, that was an important rule. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're like, they're like, those are all really good lessons. Like, that's actually what part of it is. Because, like, you don't want to fight in the bar. Right. Like, you're and there to break it up. But, like, because of insurance and stuff, like, you want to get them just out of the building and be like, all right, it's on you. Goodbye. <laughs> and that's the one thing I thought when I was watching this. When Patrick Swayze went through those rules, I was sitting there going, no shit. Like, everybody <laughs> should know this. I saw that place got destroyed in one night. Everything was broken. I'm like, how did no one else think to do this? <laughs> Thanks for coming on with us. Uh, we're really happy that you brought this movie, Roadhouse, to us. And as I was I was starting to say uh, before we started recording, when I do tell people we've, we're doing this show... And especially when I mention to people like we're six years into it, they're yeah. like, oh, all right. Uh, what, which one is your Roadhouse episode? Everybody assumes we've already done it. It is it's it's one of those films that for some reason we just haven't I, stumbled upon yet. I'm shocked you have not yeah. done it. I, I'm glad that I'm here to walk you through this journey. <laughs> yeah. Roadhouse. It sounds like you're just the right guide. Not guide, yeah. but guide yeah. or both. Yeah, I mean, it's extremely popular. If anybody says Patrick Swayze, I assume first and foremost, they think of Dirty Dancing. Yeah, that's probably a big one. Uh, like this outsiders has... and. Yeah, Red Dawn. I mean, but you see his tush in this. You see a little. You do. You see some you tushy. Do. And I'm not going to lie. It's a sweet tush. Yeah. <laughs> Is that a double, though? No, it wasn't. No, I, did you see him? He was in ridiculous shape. Yeah. He, he probably no, no, was I like, I, it better be my ass. In the yes, shot. I okay. would think so. I, that's exactly I, what I would think he would say. I am only asking because it's not like a shot where you see him get out of bed and turn his back. It's this insert shot of a dude's ass for a long time. And then it's not like he turns around to reveal that it's him at all. It just cuts back to him. <laughs> that's all. All right, so let's talk about let's talk about Roadhouse from '89, yes. directed by and how can I not refer to this guy as Rowdy Roddy Harrington? Like, if your name is Rowdy, if that's what you're gonna go by, yes, I'm sorry, but Roddy and already has a trademark is, on that name. He is, uh, I mean, he is the director of Gladiator, not that Gladiator, oh. the other Gladiator. No. He's the director of the other Gladiator. Oh. <laughs> Uh, He's the gladiator from like 92 that no one's ever heard of. Yeah, with Steve McGinnis Jr. and uh, James from Twin Peaks. Uh, I love yeah. his uh, Wikipedia here. Uh, it's like, I'm uh, born in 1951, blah, blah, blah. Uh, his thing is, is a Hollywood director currently living in Montana. He's married and has no children. It's oh. like, uh, can someone else add a little bit more to that? Maybe a <laughs> that dog or a, another hobby yeah. that you got going on it's there. Like, yeah. did, did, he want, did he want children? Why is that important? <laughs> and uh, sadly, he was unable to conceive. <laughs> well, you know what? It's fine. Because he gave birth to the greatest thing ever <laughs> yeah. given to humanity, which is Roadhouse. Not, not that I'm surprised you have that feeling. And, and again, like we'll get into it at the end. We'll sort of let our feelings known and everything like that. But this is a much-loved movie. Like, this is mm -hmm. a... I remember watching this when I was probably about 13 when I saw this. Mm. And so, again, I haven't seen it since then. But through the years, it, like, you hear about it. Like... 
I know I had seen it. I remember basically none of this movie when I rewatched it. I didn't remember any. Thirteen-year-old you I didn't did. remember any of it. Surprising. Yeah. Right? I, I, I mean, totally makes sense. You were thirteen. Yeah. Your brain couldn't handle something this magnificent. Oh right. And it, it couldn't accept it, and therefore it rejected the memory of it <laughs> to spare you some mental anguish. But now that you're an adult, I'm sure you've seen the light. Right. Yeah. Yeah. My 13 year old self was like, I think there's boobs in it. I'm not sure. We'll have to find <laughs> That's my thought is, this is very sexy. Very sexy. It's a very sexy piece. movie. I, this movie, I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this movie commits two huge cinematic sins yeah. in my mind. Okay. Okay. One is taking David Keith and doing nothing with him, sticking him behind a uh, bar. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Him- Keith David. Keith David. I'm David sorry. Keith yes. is another actor who I think is dead. <laughs> no, we just we actually just did They Live, and it was the same thing. Okay. <laughs> but the fact that they gave him nothing to do, the fact that they stuck him behind a bar and gave him one line of dialogue, do I you, think is a cardinal sin. Did you that, notice? Did you notice something in the opening credits? Hmm. He's like fourth build. Oh, I didn't really? even see his name. So what happened was, and it's a shame. I don't know if this has changed since. I can't find any deleted scenes of this movie. I've seen pictures. Yeah. The trailer has some stuff. Uh, there was a deleted scene where uh, Dalton saves Keith David and his wife from some like racist like hillbilly. Oh. And then offers him a job. And I think if they included that scene, that would have ended racism in the eighties. <laughs> oh, definitely. And we'd be living in a utopia. But it was just it was like one of those like this is this is too great. It would change life too in much. In an alternative like, universe, it did happen. The, those yeah. corporate fat cats just didn't want us to have peace. So they said, cut <laughs> that scene out of Roadhouse. Uh, but yes, that's why it is, because it is weird. He's, I, it, he's never introduced to the movie. No. It's just the bar gets a little nicer. I'm like, oh, there's Keith David, fourth build in the credits. He has like three lines. Like, what the fuck? It's because his entire thing I was cut out. I could not believe it. I was like, this is after They Live and yeah. The Thing and Platoon. And I'm like, what is he doing in here? Was- he's doing nothing. And the other thing I will say, Jamie, and may you can argue with me about this, is I wanted this movie to be a little bit sexier. Like, <laughs> the sex scene, I, I wanted kind of like... You have these two gorgeous human beings and you kind of just, they wander off camera to have sex. Oh, you sex. wanted and I was more. Like, do more, oh. yeah. You, you and like... then they sit, they do sit naked and have a pretty boring conversation later. But I kind of wanted that. It's it's nothing that I really look for in a whole lot of movies, but what you're doing in this film, yeah, give me more sex. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> you didn't like when he like threw her up against a like, yeah. stone wall? <laughs> yeah, that was fine. That was fine, but just go further with it. Was it. Fireplace. it was the fireplace, and I was a little nervous for her, I'm not going to lie, but yeah. he was being very gentle. He was being gentle, yet aggressive. <laughs> Yeah, the behind the scenes for this movie is are pretty great, and she like will make fun of scenes like that. Okay, <laughs> she makes fun yeah. of her hair. She makes fun of that weird picnic blanket she's wearing in one scene. <laughs> like she's totally that, cool with it. <laughs> I gotta say that hair is crazy. It's when I saw crazy. that hair, I was like, "This is eighty nine. Yeah. You're like two years too late on yeah. this." She's feeling she's feeling little eighties height there in her hair. For yeah. sure. This is like the very end. This was like the goodbye to the eighties. Yeah. this film. Okay. <laughs> like we're just trying to just trying to hold on just grasping <laughs> at anything you can hold on to for this all right so yep. let's let's start this up and let's talk about how um dalton yes. is patrick swayze's character's name we meet him first 
somewhere where there's palm trees. It looks very Miami-ish, let's say, just yeah. because there's some neon and palm yeah. trees. He's a big time, as you had said earlier, Tony, he's a cooler. And cooler. can you please explain the difference between a cooler and a bouncer <laughs> A to cooler me? is in charge of the bouncers. Oh, okay. So not just bouncer boss. <laughs> yeah, I think cooler is like a cool, cooler is a cooler word. Uh, but yeah, I really love the beginning here with the opening titles uh, where they just show a woman's ass and it's like Roadhouse. <laughs> and it's like, yep, I'm in. Uh, and also, do you, do you know the uh, the band playing at the bar? Uh, the Jeff Healy band? Is that? No, no, no. no. That's that, that's later that's... on with the blind guy. The oh, first the blind band guy, yeah. at oh, the first oh, bar. No, who is that? Because they. It's uh, Tito and the Tarantula. I I did look at him. I made a note yeah. before looking on IMDb, and I was like, "This dude looks like a fucking vampire." And then I went on. I was like, "Oh, he was in Dust Till Dawn." Yes, okay, he was. A, he was the sense. he was the band leader from Dust Till Dawn. <laughs> right, he was yes. also in a uh, uh, Desperado. He's like yeah. one of the guys. Yeah, uh, and they're singing like "Don't Throw Stones," which is a great uh, fucking song. <laughs> <laughs> um, and also, right off the bat for this movie, uh, the cinematography is beautiful. And it's because it's like Dean Cundy, who, in my opinion, is like one of the greatest cinematographers of all time. Uh, Jurassic Park, Halloween, Escape from New York, like just every big thing you could think of. And then I think the last big movie he did was Jack and Jill, which is kind of depressing. They <laughs> <laughs> can't all be. They can't all be Roadhouse. But you got like you got some nice widescreen establishing yeah. shots in this, and like going through the like, the cinematography, so good. Oh, they established the hell out of everything. Like, ever, they were like, we rented a helicopter for several <laughs> weeks, and we're going to use this thing. We rented, <laughs> getting shots. later into the movie, we rented a monster truck. The bad guys will casually drive it around town. How great is that monster truck? The size of those wheels is insane. <laughs> it's foolish, is what it is. Just foolish. My favorite thing about the monster truck is you never see any guys getting into it because no. that would not look cool. That's like, it. everybody yeah. always gets out of it because getting into it must be the most awkward yeah. thing to ever be seen on screen. <laughs> but these aerial shots, like, they have an aerial shot of the hardware store at one point. Yeah. I was like, this seems unnecessary. Well, then you got to see it blow up later. That's why you need that aerial <laughs> shot. Yeah. Yeah. And you have to see the distance it is from the from the bar. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he's working at this place and, and he appears to be uh, well known, you know, uh, pretty much a celebrity oh, yeah. here. Oh, yeah. And uh, so this this older gentleman comes in and um, after he gets sort of knifed in kind of not really a fight, but yeah. he's stitching himself up. And this guy offers him a job <laughs> in, at his bar outside of Kansas City. I think yeah, Kansas says, right? City. Yes. Yeah. It's uh, Kevin Teague, right? Yes. Offers him, and he plays, uh, sorry, I'm blanking on the names for some reason. Uh, Frank, Frank Tillman. Okay. okay. Uh, by the way, so the, the guy kicks out of the bar after getting stabbed. I like how he takes him out, and they think there's going to be this big brawl, and then he just leaves him. Yeah, yeah. And then he's like, what are you going to do, moose lips? I'm like, what's moose lips? That's a <laughs> yeah, weird I... fucking insult. <laughs> There are so many insults in this movie that I didn't understand. I was like, are these things of the time that I just didn't get? Or is it just nonsense writing? And I yeah. feel like it's just nonsense yeah. writing. So so Kevin T, Frank Tillman comes in. He's like, I want you to be my bouncer. I'll pay you. Oh, what is it like? It's $500 a night and five grand up yeah. front. Yeah. And, he's, and then and then Dalton just goes, I can live with that. It's like, motherfucker, <laughs> you better be able to live with that. That's a pretty fucking yeah, good. Yeah. 
<laughs> like, holy <laughs> shit. I just love how easy it was to convince him to pick up and go. Like, this guy, I almost feel like he's like, you know what? My work here in Miami's done. Like, I'm well, And his other boss, town. his boss from the current club or the current bar walks in and he's like, yeah, I'm moving on. It's my last night. Like, yeah. but that's the thing. Everyone says he's the best. Yes. And he always says Wade Garrett's the best. And I think Wade Garrett's the best because he will honor his contract to the end. Yes. Whereas Dalton will be like, someone or, uh, offered me more money. I'm out. Bye. Yeah, see ya. <laughs> yeah. I have to say Wade Garrett, like I don't see how this guy's the best because when I'm watching him, I'm like, what kind of weird contract did you sign? Like <laughs> you're still at some dive bar who's putting on like strip shows yeah. behind dudes playing pool. I'm like, why how is why is the best in the business yeah. here? I didn't I have understand. to say when they first mentioned Wade Garrett, I didn't hear it right, and I thought he said Leaf Garrett. And I was like, Are we having <laughs> I didn't see his name in the credits, but if that's awesome, <laughs> if we have a little cameo. <laughs> Leaf Garrett's the best. Yeah, like, Wait, what? Like... Are we talking about the same thing? <laughs> no, I just really like Leaf yeah, Garrett. Yeah, so it's just the best. I do like uh, this is the start of the running gag of the uh, I thought you'd be oh, bigger. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, yep. Not not like I thought you'd be taller. It's I thought you'd be bigger. And I'm like, huh, that could go several yeah, different ways. Yeah, I thought the to same be thing. Honest. I was like, what does they mean by the bigger size? Like because muscular? He's, but he is taller? pretty muscular. And I guess he's not very tall but... yeah he's muscular but he's lean he's not like big he's not right. like fucking like 80s wrestler right, muscular. Right, right. no that's the thing i assume people meant like totally jacked out of his yeah. mind right. but he's not and yeah that's the running joke but also we see that there are some guys who are toughs who seem dangerously overweight and should probably not be doing this and should not be fighting. So I don't like I was shocked by the fact that they keep sending that guy in suspenders oh, and a trucker yeah. hat out to fight Patrick Swayze. It's like this is not an even match here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he decides that he's gonna go, he's gonna take this job, pick up and go, and this is the first part of the movie where we see that he's got a thing for cars like he's got to have his nice bends that he doesn't want anything to happen to but then he just has a beater that he i yeah. guess just takes these random bars because he knows it's going to get destroyed and he uh he gives the car to uh the dude who was driving the tractor and terminator when the terminator oh, shows up that, that guy is. with the yeah, boys yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, that's a deep pull there. He's like, I love this guy's reaction that I'm not a valet. I think it's fantastic <laughs> yeah. that he thought, for whatever reason, Patrick Swayze was just asking him to park his yeah. car for him. But it's a gift. It's just a gift. He's yeah. that nice. Dalton is that yeah. kind of a lonely man. <laughs> I also love how the owner of the Double Deuce offers to buy him a plane ticket. And Patrick Swayze is like, no, I'm going to drive. And fly. he goes, well, when can I see you? And he's like, I don't know. I'll show up. Yeah, he's <laughs> okay, like, he's like flying's too dangerous. And it's like, well, statistically, not really. I mean. <laughs> not at all, actually. <laughs> this is way more dangerous. You're driving from Florida to Kansas City. He probably has a more likely chance of dying, like, tripping on the way to his car than he does on a plane, to be honest. <laughs> he get caught in a hurricane. Who knows what happens in his house? <laughs> and this double deuce, he shows up to this place, and it's pretty much just like a converted barn. Yeah. Like, yeah. Surrounded by nothing, just dust and nothing. It's, it's got the, the cage covering the band yeah. made out of chain link fence, which I love. Yeah. <laughs> That's a, that's one side. You can almost see um, Dalton's like face as he's like check marking, like yep, that's 
that's shady. Yep. Like the guys in the parking lot. Yep, that's not a good sign. The crowd by the pool tables. Yep, that's not a good sign. Oh. They're, they're doing drugs in yeah. the thing. Uh, yes. When the waitress is like, don't give me the money now. Let's go to the bathroom. <laughs> and he's watching them. And I'm like, well, he's not into this at all. You know how you know it's a really, really bad ba- uh, bar? When there's just one shirtless guy dancing in the crowd. <laughs> there's like a big crowd. And you just see a shirtless guy with like cowboy boots dancing. You're like, oh, this is a real bad place. Terrible. This kind of looks like almost every bar near where I live. <laughs> which is such a shame. Uh, and as we sort of said earlier, he appears to be famous. Like this movie set in almost an alternate universe where bouncers are like celebrities yeah. or professional athletes. Yeah. Or something. Well, I guess if you're in that field, he would be famous. Cause like I, like, you know, I work and do a lot of YouTube stuff and I know like sure. YouTubers. And if you're familiar with YouTubers, like these are big names. And then I go hang out with my family. I'm like, Oh yeah. So-and-so. And they're like, we literally <laughs> don't know that person exists. Uh, and I used to I used to film uh, seminars for like some self publishing thing, yeah. mm-hmm. and there were people there that I never heard of, and these people were like, "This is like the greatest self publishing author, blah blah blah." It's like, yeah, yeah. so I, I I wasn't too mad about it. like if you're in right. that industry and you're aware of coolers and Bart, you probably are like, "Oh, Dalton's <laughs> the biggest. He's the best." It's jaw dropping. His the reaction yeah. is like there really are like, "Oh, do you know who that is?" and and. Apparently his picture doesn't get around much because they're they don't know his size and they don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, they don't know yeah. what he looks like. They don't yeah. know how big he is. They know the name. Right. Yes. And I and you're right, Jamie. That waitress who later turns out to be a singer. Not sure what that's all <laughs> oh, about. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Carrie Ann, who you think is the love interest at Oh, because she brings the sandwich over, the breakfast sandwich, and you're like, oh, what's happening yes. here? Quirky little lover. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was thinking, too. I'm like, this can't, first of all, it can't be the love interest. I was like, this quirky yeah. woman and Patrick Swift, there's no way. But I did kind of like how there seemed to be a relationship to them, and then they it just, just faded it out. It, and she, yeah. kind of, she disappeared. Well, because she had to focus minutes, on so performing after that. She's, you know. Okay. Yeah. She was like, I got to go to my vocal exercises. Yeah. I can't be hanging out. <laughs> right. Yeah, she time. does like disappear. But yeah, she. you really think she's going to be like the main character, or at least like his best friend, and it just doesn't, doesn't happen. No. She's just gone after a bit. No. There was a, there was a deleted scene with her, too. It's in the trailer. Mm-hmm. Uh, where they're like in a car together having a conversation. I've never, I forgot what the context was. So there was a little bit more, and it all got cut. Ah. I would, I would kind of love to have seen more of her. Like yeah. she feels like she should have been cast in Pee Wee's Big Adventure instead of this. Like she would have been great <laughs> yeah, in that. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not saying you need more fun in this movie because yeah. I don't know guys punching each other in the face and doing roundhouse kicks and all that. That's fun enough. But I, I kind of would have liked to have seen her character a little more fleshed out. Yeah. Um, we talked about how this place is bad news, and you said because there's a single shirtless man dancing. Yeah, yeah it's and, how you know it's bad. <laughs> right, yeah. And there's all sorts of, uh, you know, fights that we get into in a minute. But mm-hmm. I love how the owner changes the word fuck to Buick. Oh, yeah. And then kind of looks around with a smile like, did you see what I just did here? That's amazing. I, I, I've always joked, like, I've always wanted to film this skit where there's like just some pervert waiting by his phone, like all oiled up and like, like all ready. And the people keep calling and he's like, Oh, hello. And they're like, yeah, well, how about that Buick? And he's like, stop calling me about the Buick. <laughs> right. He, like, Buick go, is he not that hot. Yeah. 
I like better that the guy would write that on the wall and then run home and sit and wait by the phone <laughs> like he was going to get a call. Uh, as you said, there's a band behind the cage. And this guy, so he's a, he's a blind musician. Yeah. He's the singer, the leader of this band. Is he related to and Dalton at all? Or is he just Dalton knows, they know each other well? Because I thought at Dal first. Dalton just knows him. Okay. Because Dalton yeah, sneaks yeah, up on related. him. He tells, shh, be quiet. I mean, he's blind, so he can't see him coming. <laughs> but, but they're, okay, I wasn't sure if they were related or there was just that they know right. each other. They're, they're good friends. A blind yeah, they, they, band member needs a good, needs to know the cooler of the bar, I'm sure. And, of course, Jeff Healy, as you guys probably know, really was blind. Yeah. Uh, he went blind at a young age, and he actually, like, taught himself to play guitar just by, like, feeling it and stuff. So that Amazing. was pretty crazy. Amazing. That is cra- And it's it's sort of more interesting when you know that, because for a while I was like, oh, he's playing a slide guitar. No, it's just a guitar. It's like a regular guitar sitting on his lap, yeah. but he plays it like a slide guitar, which is absolutely crazy. But I guess if yeah. you learned how to play that way, yeah. that's how you play. Yeah, and it's probably easier for him to, like, you know... So I always thought so, that was cool. Yeah. So we should talk about how the big fight breaks out here because it's a $20 boob kiss is the way, the oh, way yeah. that the huge fight <laughs> here starts. And at every turn in my stupid notes watching this, I'm like, what's going on at this bar? How is all this happening? Like, I, at every turn, I was like, what? what is... What's going on? Like, we see bouncers, but they don't seem to pay attention to anything. No. At one point, the owner has to tell the bouncers to throw out the passed out drunk that's laying down next to them on the steps. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. So this guy who I might be wrong. I think this dude is like a voice actor. The guy who wants people to kiss his wife's tits. Uh, I think he might be the Cobra Commander voice actor. Oh, what? Fact check me on that. I don't know shit about Cobra Commander, so I don't know why that fact would be in my head other than it's 100% real and I read it somewhere before. Uh, But yeah, you're right. He's all like, you like my wife's tits for $20? You can kiss them. It's like, all right, well, that's a a weird, like, what? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's a weird thing to yell to two guys across the room. Yeah. And kiss just the tits. to kiss them? I'm like, Not... I wouldn't pay to kiss tits at that point. That seems a little, <laughs> a little personal. But I like that he's touching them. Oh, yeah. He, like, he, he... kind of tunes in Tokyo on them, right? He just kind of gropes at them. And they're like, well, when are you going to start kissing? <laughs> He's like, I can't. I don't have twenty dollars. It's a great gag, and like you yeah. said, twenty dollars seems very steep, especially twenty dollars in nineteen eighty nine money. And yeah. when this guy tells he's doing twenty bucks, the one guy literally goes, "That's a great yeah. deal." He says, <laughs> "Yeah, he does." Wait, what? His reaction is, I think, like, "Are you kidding me?" Yeah, really? <laughs> Only twenty dollars? You That's got great. kid or kiss? It's up to you. <sighs> yeah, and then this this starts like the big brawl. Yes, right? yes, this yes. is when and everybody it's like a it's it's like dominoes. Once once no. punch is thrown, the whole bar. It's like this bar has been waiting to be able to smash bottles. Lots yeah. of bottles are smashed, but I mean, yes. and everything's destroyed. Yeah. Like the bouncers even pick guys up and smash them onto the table, yeah. well, destroying the tables in this place. You know which bouncer really loves beating people up? 
Uh, Are you saying the 45-year-old bouncer at this bar? Well, the uh, professional wrestler Terry Funk. He is one of the bouncers. (laughs) He's the guy who says, I heard you had balls big enough to come in a dump truck, but you don't look like shit. It's like, that was a weird thing to say. (laughs) A weird fucking thing to say, Terry Funk. I was like, what does that mean? They're so big you need a dump truck to move them, or you can fill a dump truck with cum? I was like, this is horrible. Either way, it's... (laughs) That's how I took it, at least. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> so we see he shows up. He takes he takes a look at this bar. He's like, this place is a mess. But yeah. you know what? Uh, I, I can figure this out. I'm pretty He's much He's up a for hero. the challenge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he buys a crappy car. And then we see that he finds a wonderful, and I don't yeah. want to go too far ahead, but he finds a wonderful room. Like, this above the barn loft space is gorgeous so, with this hillbilly Santa, so this like, hi- rents him. Hillbilly. This hillbilly. First off, I want to talk about his car. Did you see it was like uh, there's like a black hole in his trunk because yep. he, he puts all the tires in. <laughs> yeah. They're past the brim. And then the next scene, he just shuts the lid. It's like, this yeah. weren't going to shut. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, but you're right. So he goes to uh, Emmett's uh, place, who's this redneck, yo- like yokel looking dude played by a guy named Sunshine Parker. And apparently, I noticed that name in the credits. I was like, I can't wait to meet Sunshine. Yeah. So, <laughs> so appar- I was like, all right, that works. So apparently, Sunshine uh, raises horses. Yeah. And he's amazing with interior design because he has the most <laughs> lavish barn apartment I've ever fucking seen. I mean, seen. you'd pay $500 a night on Airbnb for something like that in Montana. Oh, by the, by the way. So he's all like, oh, I got this room for rent. I don't want to charge you money, but then the church I belong to will get mad. So how's a hundred a month? And then and then the balls on the balls that are big enough to fill a cup. <laughs> on Patrick Swayze, he just goes like, yeah, I think I can deal with yeah. another. He's like, that sounds pretty good. I'm like, you make 500 a night. And your he just rent- dropped cash on his car. He paid all cash for that. Yeah, it's like of a your car rent's now- covered with like less than a week's. Work. He'll he'll make it work. He'll make it work for that view. I love every time they all do it. He does it. Um, I even think when the waitress comes to visit, they open that one window to take in the sprawling yep. view of yeah. the water and everything. It's it's got a lovely view, like you said, and, uh, immaculately decorated. Um, yeah. He's got like multiple sets sets of French doors that he can <laughs> open and walk out onto this patio. It's, it's very convenient for Dalton because he just lives across the street from the film's bad guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> who likes to fly his helicopter? <laughs> oh yeah, that yeah. So that happens when he's when he's renting and when he makes the deal to rent this place. There's this helicopter that keeps flying low yeah. down, and you're like, "What's happening, Karen? Are they following <laughs> us? What's happening?" Um, and uh, yeah, it's the it's the the bad guy. Like Ben Gazzaro. Brad yeah. Wesley. <laughs> yeah, what's his character's name again? Wes- Bra- Bra- Brad Wesley. Wesley, that's right. That's yes. Um, yeah, and I'm so surprised they refer to him by his first name. Like, Wesley seems like a great name for a bad guy. I'm like, oh, Brad Wesley. Brad like, first of all, Wesley. he seems like he should be in his 20s at a country club or something <laughs> like that. Yeah, it's, it's not a great way to introduce your villain, Brad. <laughs> This elderly man named Brad. <laughs> I love Brad. <laughs> so Dalton comes in and, and he's now in charge and he's going to lay down the law at this bar. So yeah. he has, what, the bartender and all the waitresses and the mm. bouncers there. 
immediately fires them. Yeah, he's yes. two or done. Immediately fires yeah. multiple. He fires, um, what you call it? Terry Funk. He fires the drug addict girl, mm-hmm. the guy who's like stealing from the. Oh, yeah. And then the guy who is Brad Wesley's nephew. Yes. Oh, yeah. The yeah, that was his big mistake yeah. right there. And that's what everyone says. You should not have fired him. That's what the waitress yeah. comes with the sandwich to point out. Like, right. well, that was a right. dumb move, but you'll figure yeah. that out soon enough. Um, well, later on in this movie, I'm like, your uncle owns this town. Like, yeah. why is he so dependent on the job as a bartender at this place? Like, <laughs> you could force him to work at the hardware store. It doesn't matter. Well, and like, he's fired because he's skimming off the top. He's taking money. Pet, pet, uh... You can do that at a hardware store. You steal a box <laughs> of could. nails a week, and it's fine. You could, I suppose, yeah. <laughs> But I like when he's giving them all these rules, and one of his rules is be nice. Yes. And yeah. one of the bouncers, <laughs> the, the exchange is literally Swayze going, be nice. And the bouncer goes, come on. And he goes, be nice. And the bouncer says, okay. okay. So <laughs> really, he doesn't get much resistance. Well, he gives four rules, but really there's five. Yeah. Because his first rule, yeah. he says, never underestimate the opponent and expect the unexpected. That's two in one. He wasn't getting it by me like that. <laughs> I, I, did hear, I did hear that. And I don't know. Goes, I this might be uh, there. And then, of course, two, take it outside. Mm-hmm. Never start yep. anything inside the bar unless it's absolutely necessary. That's and true. three, be nice. Yeah. 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 Be nice. Till it's time to the, not be nice. Oh, go ahead. Till it's time to not be nice. <laughs> And I love it. It's it's when we get the taste of just how philosophical, because later we see Dalton doing his Tai Chi by the water, and we get a little taste for just how, like, you know, like, philosophical he is. Which... I'm glad you mentioned his philosophy, because yeah. that comes up later <laughs> yes. in, a, in, a, in, a, in a scene. Um, when he says he was a philosophy major, I almost lost my mind. I love, I love when the guy goes like, what if someone calls my mama a whore? And he's like, is it's... she? <laughs> and the guy should be like, so uh, great. no, she's not. So no, but he looks question. at her like, how did you know? Yeah, he doesn't say no. Like, I'd be like, no? <laughs> no, because no, that happens to this guy a lot, yeah. and he knows it's true. It's such a shame. It's like, damn, he's got my number. He figured that out <laughs> yeah. real quick. God damn it. So what we find out very quickly is uh, to sort of make sure that the bar is, um, you know, under control. Basically, no dancing on the tabletops. He has yes. a, you know, gets into a little scuffle because of a lady who's dancing on the tables. Is this, and oh, then he, is this when yeah. the guy goes to fight him and he throws his face through the table? <laughs> Oh, yeah. Because um, yeah, the yeah. guy pulls out a knife and he sneaks up behind him and grabs yeah. his hand. We, and the one bartender, or the one bouncer goes, did you see that? It's like, yeah, he stood behind him and grabbed his arm. Yeah. We uh, we recreated for that short film I did. We re- recreated the face through the fucking table. But it's like it's like a girl's like flirting with a guy and she like playfully hits him. And the bartender just grabs her face. And just recreates <laughs> the awesome. head through the table. Part. That's awesome. <laughs> so he does see that uh, one of the other bouncers is, let's say, making time with the lady in the back, and he's yeah. immediately fired for this. Well, I love it. Well. Making time with the lady in the back, Dalton walks right in on them. Doesn't wait till the job is finished. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't knock on the door and say, come on out, you're fired. He walks yeah. right in in the middle of business. Um, and uh, yeah, it's pretty much like, and I love her reaction when <laughs> Did you see her reaction? She kind of like, does like a, oh, no. 
Uh, so what I like about that is the one guy, because this was the name of my short film, was Saturday Night Thing. Uh-huh. He's like, you're okay. going to be my regular Saturday Night <laughs> yeah, Thing. It's like, oh, yeah, that's, that's very, if I know anything about women, it's that they love to be referred to as things. Yeah. It's really uh, and especially for a certain day of the week. But I also, mean. I want to point out, this movie is released in 1989, filmed in 1988. No one's wearing a fucking condom in this thing. Everyone's just going in bare dry. Yes. Like, at no point does anyone go like, "Hey, there's a lot of stuff. Should we really? We should probably wear a condom at this point." Like, other movies were making an effort to have their characters have safe sex, like uh, the Halloween movie that came out this year uh, in 1989, yeah. Halloween Five. Yeah. The guy's like, "We should use a condom." Roadhouse is like. Fuck that! We're going in wrong. Yeah, no, we don't yeah. care. We got buckets. We got truckloads of cum coming at you. We don't care. <laughs> Dump truck full. It's it's just yeah. funny when you think about when it was made. I'm like, oh wow, these guys are really just going yeah. for it, aren't they? <laughs> I assume the director was like, we're pushing two hours. Cut the condom scenes. Cut yeah, the exactly. Safety, We gotta cut this thing down. And that'll happen when we revamp the double deuce, okay? And we've got the new blue lights. <laughs> right, then yes. we'll give out condoms at the front, and it'll be all good. What is this yeah. party that that isn't this the next scene where where Dalton is kind of reading a book and cozying up in his little um, little upstairs yeah. apartment? He sees, a, he sees the party across yeah. the lake, and yes. I love the yeah. look he gives, like oh. Party goers. He's a, it's almost like he's saying, like, oh, those kids. Yeah. <laughs> it's an elderly man and his adult <laughs> like cohorts. And I love the really tall guy how he did he does like the best dance. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they're all tits out, just jumping in the pool and yeah. shit. Swimming time. The next morning, after he realizes that he's, you know, he's in the coolest place possible, I guess, he gets to see people party really far away. Like, when you see this at actual distance, it's so far away. Yeah, yeah. yeah but he, anytime people are looking back and forth, when Ben Gazzara is watching, he and that woman naked out on the thing, I'm like, you are miles away from this. There's no way you're seeing what's going on. <laughs> like, if they just have binoculars, I Yeah, mean, a pair of right? Nakis yes, is exactly. all I need. Yes. Oh, I love how Patrick Tracy, like, turns the light off so the party won't see him. Yeah. And his okay. look of disgust for them. He's like, oh, God. Let them <laughs> but he party. really does turn off the light. Like, I don't want them to see me watching. Because yeah. <laughs> they'll think I'm just a weird pervert that lives across the lake. <laughs> so the next day, like we said, the waitress brings him some breakfast unprompted, which is a really strange thing. Well, it is because he sleeps yeah. naked. But now apparently they know where he lives. Um, yes. And so, yeah, she comes and brings him a little sandwich and is pleasantly surprised by the fact that he sleeps naked. Um, yes. Because this is when we get a little Swayze ass. Um, yeah, of course. Yes. And her reaction is like, oh. Yeah. Like, yep. Oh, my God. She's best. First of all, it's an appropriate reaction. Like, if you if you see those Swayze buns, that is the reaction you should well, have. Well, and if you have bags never, like that, yeah. I, I never got why girls were so into asses on guys. Like, I get why guys are into it. I never got why girls were into it. But also, I've never seen a girl like have an orgasm just looking at a guy's ass like this girl had. <laughs> right. Carrie Ann's like, oh, my God. <laughs> Well, judging from what she sees coming in that bar, this is probably the best of the best that she's seen. So, and it's naked, and she also—I'm not judging—but she doesn't look like she sees a lot of naked guys. Maybe Are you kidding is. me? That bar, she see a naked guy's left. Oh, I guess, I guess perhaps. Yeah. In the stock room and shit. 
Yeah, she's right. Like, I thought I was his Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> you're telling me, okay, in a bar where a guy's just dancing shirtless on the dance floor, you're telling me someone doesn't get drunk and just, and just take get, off their you're pants. You're right. You're right. You're right. But again, it's too- not in a Swayze body. It's not Dalton's <sighs> body. That's so she's true, probably like, true. Jesus, no. I didn't know they were supposed to look like that, those asses. <laughs> <laughs> it it really this movie really is like just about a beautiful man who swept into town and changed everything. The very handsome man. <laughs> there's some more fights that night at the bar. There's fights all the time. I, I, so I many fights. That's, you're you're telling me this isn't the greatest film in the world. Like look how many fights there are. <laughs> there are fights every time you turn around. There are fights and it's. So this time it's the bartender who wants his job back yeah. and they're kind of pushing around the owner and the owner's kind of weak and, and doesn't want to do anything or doesn't want to, you know, I mean, he knows who's in charge and we've already sort of seen Ben Gazzara, but not really. We're not really introduced to him yet. Yeah. But we find out that this guy is his nephew. And of course, Patrick Swayze kind of just has to kick the shit out of these guys. Yeah. And like I said earlier, they send a very overweight man in here to fight. And they also send a guy who appears to be like middle-aged. He's balding. And Patrick Swayze yeah. beats the shit out of these guys. No problem. And I'm like, why are you sending these two? And later when we see the collection of these four toughs, I'm like, these people don't appear to be in the same movie as each other. And none of them should be on they, this guy's payroll. They should have sent Jimmy ahead of time. Yeah. Jimmy, the, the denim clad Jimmy. Yeah, that's the thing that I was so confused. It takes him forever to show up or to become a character because I knew the throat rip like as you know, again, as a 13 year old, that's the one thing I really remembered about this. And I'm watching this movie for over a half hour going, where is this guy? Like, I think he's the main bad guy. Right. But yeah, no, they wait. They wait for a long time to introduce him. And then he's kind of murdered not too long after that. Yeah, he's he's pretty great. And I, I can't wait to talk about that fight scene at the end <laughs> and how beautiful that fight scene is. The ripping of a throat. And it literally is. He takes yeah. the, 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 the voice box and just yeah. rips it out. But, um, but anyway, we'll get t- there. He tears this guy's throat out and you hear him fall and go, uh. I'm like, how's he making yeah, that noise? Yeah, throw there. What's happening? So is this is this when the guy has like uh, the knife on his boot and stuff? Oh, when yeah. Um, oh, is that later? That's a little bit later. Okay, yeah. okay, never mind. Um, yeah. This is when there is a knife in this scene because this is when he gets cut and he has to go to see a sexy doctor. Yeah. That's right. Oh, real quick, did he, did he go to the hardware store yet? No, we uh, yeah he, we missed that when he meets. Yes, Red, yeah, sorry. Because they yeah. they throw like a stop sign through his car or something. Yes, and he's just randomly uh, he, picking it up and out. Yeah. Yeah, then he goes to the hardware store. I do want to mention the hardware guy is Red West, who was one of Elvis mm-hmm. Presley's like friends, like close friends in his oh. inner circle. Like oh, when they like make one movies, of the dudes uh, that wear the giant sunglasses yeah. and it's like one of his entourage oh, and stuff. Oh, that's groovy. so cool. Yeah, so like when they make movies about Elvis, they have actors play that guy. That's how close he was with Elvis. Wow. Well, he's, yeah. he's a fun also, little part. In, in also, this. he's a... He's a Jedi. Did you see that uh, scene? So he's talking to Patrick Swayze. What? Yeah, he's talking to Patrick Swayze. You have to look at it. Again, I know this movie way too well because I'm I'm sad. Uh, 
he's talking to Patrick Swayze. He's like, blah, blah, blah. I married an ugly woman. Never married ugly woman. They take the life right oh, out of yeah. him. Oh, yeah. And he's going, he's going to pick up something. And you can see a stage hand is picking up the prop <laughs> that he wants to grab. So <laughs> if you look great. at his hand, the thing just kind of floats toward his <laughs> hand. And then he picks it up. That's awesome. It's one I of those things in a movie. Like, it, it's real stupid. But once you see it, you'll never not see it. It's like a... <laughs> The hand that helps the the guy in the raptor suit in Jurassic Park into the room, into the kitchen. Yeah. If you look real close, there's like a hand like gently pushing it into the room. <laughs> I always love those in movies. There's there's a scene in Young Guns where one of them is on a horse and he shoots the gun and the horse kind of rears back and you see a guy's hand come into frame in the corner, like reach for the horse and then go back out. It's wonderful. Yeah, so he, he meets his, his buddy, this hardware store owner. He's starting... I mean, he only seems to befriend people over the age of 70 in this movie, yes, which is yes. absolutely fantastic. Except yeah. for Carrie Ann and the doc like, that we're about to meet. Yeah. And the doc, yes. <laughs> you know, it's re it's really good to introduce your love interest like 40 minutes into the movie. I think it's a good... <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. This, first of all, I was shocked to see how long this movie was because I was like, oh, it's an action movie where Patrick Swayze, like, kicks dudes and punches mm -hmm. them and i looked and i was like this is almost two hours long what the hell is going on with this movie <laughs> but it really does take a long time for things to unfold but he does meet her mm -hmm. um and I, I did refer to her as a sexy doctor she's not sexy yet because her hair's braided and she has giant sally jesse raffiol glasses on <laughs> right 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 well she's in doctor is... mode she's in doctor mode right. yes this is the classic like oh their hair's back and they're wearing glasses yeah. they're just yep. They're just disgusting yeah. when they take off those glasses. Like, yeah, then she shows up this, in a um... skin-tight dress at the bar, and it's like, whoa, hubba hubba. Yeah. yeah. By, by, by the time, uh, I think, was it this? Uh, by the time this episode comes out, I think it's in I Know We Did Last Summer. We were talking about how, like, they tr movies try to take, like, insanely attractive women and make them ugly by putting glasses yeah. on them and their yeah. hair back. And it's like, oh, well, that insanely beautiful woman is slightly more beautiful now that she let her hair down. Oh, God. Yes. <laughs> I do like that he, so he's he's got to go get his, he, before the beginning of the movie, we see him stitch himself up. Um, yes. But apparently this cut maybe was a little too deep. So he, or mm -hmm. maybe he just needed to meet his love interest. So he's got to get this stitched up. He brings his own medical file with him. Which which includes his college education. It's like, oh, your file says you went to NYU for philosophy. And it's like, why is that in your medical file, you asshole? I just assume it's his resume. Yeah. It's his medical file. All like files. Just got it's all his files in one. Everything. Yeah. It's like, yeah, my birth certificate's yeah. in there. Like, don't like, worry I, about I'm it. I'm fine with him taking his medal. If he's in this field, I don't know how accurate this is, but if he's in this field, he's traveling. Yeah. It's probably good to have those stuff on hand uh, for your doctor, especially back then when you couldn't, like, you know, just it wasn't like, electronic. And stuff. Sure, yeah. yeah. Makes, mm -hmm. makes total sense. But why he would leave his college degree in there? <laughs> like, what the <laughs> fuck? Like is I that said, about? I think it's just the title of the cars in there. All It's an all yeah. file folder. It's so wonderful, too, because it appears to be the only thing he brought with him, too. Like, he has nothing. There's no yeah. luggage. There's nothing he takes. Like, I need a scene of him leaving Miami and, yeah. like, getting in the car and going, oh, shit, and running back in the house to just get his little the file folder. The only thing he <laughs> seems to own is uh, a couple books and a yeah. really nice car that he does not drive no. often because it's too nice. <laughs> <laughs> I love how he takes that car to the bar like the last day when he's like, I'm yeah. finally quitting. I'm finally moving on. <laughs> yeah. Time um, to drive this. Thing. Also, if I remember correctly, 
they they keep calling her Doc. Yes. Yes. I don't think they actually say her name till well, like almost by the end. I think Jeff. Uh, well, in the Jeff credits, Healy's she's character, Doc, isn't she? Huh? Even in the credits, I think she's Doc. Well, no, her name is Elizabeth. Doctor uh, Elizabeth. Okay. Uh, what is it, Elizabeth Clay? But I, the whole movie, they're calling her Doc, and I think uh, it's not until like twenty minutes before the movies are done. Like Jeff. Healy, oh. or Jeff uh, whatever, Healy's like, oh, yeah, Dr. Elizabeth Clay. It's like, oh, is that her name? <laughs> right, yes. Probably would have been good to know that name now, earlier. I had read, and you're an expert, so you might know this. I had read that because they tried to do this movie or that this was sort of a nod to Westerns, um, mm-hmm. that all of the character names were names of people famous in the Wild West. Like, oh. like Doc and even... Um, uh, that might be true. Garrett that might... and I think even Dalton. They were all some sort of Wild West character, whether it was the first name or the last name. Mm, each name was yeah. tied into some character from the Wild West. That sounds 100% right. This does feel like a Western where like the hero wanders into town. Yes, oh, yes. yes. And he's got to clean up the rowdiness and there's the bad. Yes. You see, yeah, totally. Like there's a new sheriff in town. Yep. But he's actually a cooler. <laughs> yeah. Puts a lot of... <laughs> Puts a lot of moose yeah. in his hair, and he does tai chi. It's like, wait, what? <laughs> it's such a throwback. To, it's such a throwback to that, or like those '70s movies, like Walking Tall, where it's just yeah. like a comically evil villain who has control of a town for some reason yeah. that nobody really explains at all. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, Walking Tall is good, but it's no Final Justice starring Joe Don Baker. Oh. And- Yes. Have you right. seen that one? <laughs> yes, I have. Uh, yes. This might be a spoiler, but uh, that movie is getting a Blu-ray release, and I will have a commentary track on that oh, Blu-ray are you release. Serious? Yes, which is actually it ties back into Roadhouse. The Roadhouse uh, comments has two commentary tracks, with one with the director, and then one with mm-hmm. just Kevin Smith and his friend. This is back when Kevin <laughs> Smith was actually funny. This is like right. early, like two mid or to early two thousands. Kevin Smith, and he's like, "Hi, I have nothing to do with this movie. We just really love it, so we have a comment. It's one of the best commentary tracks I've ever heard." And I remember at so, the time being like, "Oh, that's so stupid and funny." And now I'm doing commentary tracks for movies that were made before I was born. This is where we do find out that he went to school for philosophy, and I love yeah. how I was clued into the fact that he probably doesn't have a philosophy degree, and this is all just a lie because she asked him what he studied, and his response is man's search for faith or that sort of shit. I was like, what are you talking about? This is not the way a philosophy major would talk or explain what philosophy is. I felt like he was downplaying. Like he just didn't want her to know how smart he was. He's too cool for that. Uh Yeah. Yeah. Because later on he's like, yeah, yeah, you know, I bring a lot of my, uh, you know, Eastern religion and philosophies into, uh, you know, what I study. We do see him doing Tai Chi later, which is kind of cool. So Yeah. Uh, this um, is when we're, we're really introduced to the fact that um, this is again a bad town because people are casually driving a monster truck yeah, around yeah. A this huge town. Huge monster truck, like um, real, real, real quick. You forgot uh, the, the the greatest quote of all time is in this scene where she's like, "Do you enjoy course. pain?" And he's like, "Pain don't hurt." And I'm yeah. like, "That's." <laughs> pretty fucking you know how many times me and my friends have said that like quoted that like pain don't hurt like whenever we're about to do something that might turn out bad it's like don't worry man pain don't hurt it'll be fine (laughs) i've heard that a thousand times you you had mentioned earlier you know stuff about women here's what i know about women yeah i've never heard a woman talk about roadhouse I, every dude I have ever spoken to loves Roadhouse. I have never heard a woman uh, say word one you about gotta, Roadhouse. You gotta like talk to older women. 
right. Like so, talk talk to someone who would be friends with your mom, be like Roadhouse, like, oh I remember that one. Oh, okay. I so so like, talk to talk to women who specifically were like Patrick Swayze's in a movie and I'm gonna go I see guess. it. I yes. don't care what but, it is. Okay. Uh, got which it. God, I think um my girlfriend's mom, she she was like at home with her one day and her mom was just like, Oh, Roadhouse is on just like she's like, <laughs> I've only great. ever hear two people excited for Roadhouse, my mom and you and I'm like, I'm really excited. I love Roadhouse. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. You don't understand. I don't think I'm making it clear. I have to go a long time not watching this movie because I get real into this movie. I'm like, I got to stop watching. I got to like take a break <laughs> from Roadhouse because then I start working Roadhouse references into everything. And I'm like, oh, all right, this is a problem. I got to stop. I got to stop. <laughs> wow. I feel like we just set you back about five years. You're really going to have to work on this again. <laughs> yeah. What was it? Two years ago when I was still reviewing movies on Cinemasker, we, we reviewed Roadhouse. And I'm like, I need to get. <laughs> okay. And every time I'm like, this is the last time. Gonna get everything gotta get I need some to space say out. between and me then, and Roadhouse. And then yeah. every other time, I'm like, I have more to say about Roadhouse. <laughs> <laughs> You're like some sort of bizarre addict, and we're like, it's not a bad thing. We'll just just one more time. Yeah. It's okay. All right. Dude, all right. So uh, over last year, I got to play uh, my favorite video game with the guy who designed the video game. Awesome. Uh, Cyberbuilder. Mm -hmm. And my new goal is to review Roadhouse with the director of Roadhouse. <laughs> like, I'm like, I managed to get one. I think I could get another. I feel I feel it for you. Your enthusiasm for this movie is actually increasing my own enthusiasm for this movie. I, you should wow. know that. Yeah. Rod, Rowdy Harrington, Rowdy yes. Harrington, whatever your name is, if you're out Rowdy. there, if you're out there, please let's let's get together. I think I think it could be. I a beautiful think you thing. just start driving to Montana and see if you can just stumble upon <laughs> it somewhere. You, have you seen a man with no children? He's yeah. married and has no children. <laughs> And he made Roadhouse. And they're like, oh, they're yeah. like, oh, oh, Rowdy. Yeah, we know Rowdy. Yeah. He lives right down the street there. <laughs> He's oh impotent. God. He's over there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's uh, so now we really do truly meet the villain of the movie. Yeah. Because this is where, you know, everything went wrong. They couldn't stop Dalton from being in charge or whatever they're doing. They couldn't get the bartender's job back. So now they're <laughs> back to talk to Ben Gazzara. And I love how Ben Gazzara just mercilessly beats the shit out of this one guy. And I was like, this is horrible. Why are you doing this, these poor guys? <laughs> yeah, he like just beats the shit out of it, dude. And then he stands him up. He's like, ah, you look good. And then he punches him again. And again, the right. dude, he is so tiny compared to the dude. And the, <laughs> he just takes him down. Well, that's because he has so much power yeah. and respect. It doesn't matter mm -hmm. how, how he is physically. It's like a display of power. He's like, yeah, I'm a tiny guy. You could probably kill me. But I have so much power and respect, I'm just going to embarrass you yeah. right here and there. I assume it was so surprising for him when Patrick Swayze punched him because no one's ever yeah. punched yeah. the guy before. <laughs> He's like, oh, my God, somebody's actually fighting back. The, the days where someone this. punched that guy are long gone by the time yeah. he's at this point. Now, this is also around the time where we find out what's happening here mm -hmm. in that the hardware store owner, uh, like he's Red. being extorted for money. And apparently when they do shake this guy down for money, they also dump motor oil all over the floor of his place for no reason. Very sloppy. Right. Jimmy does it, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, yeah. The, the, I like how that he like walks in and he, Jimmy gives him like this, like loving look. Like there is some <laughs> sexual tension between those two. <laughs> um, I, I don't know what they ask him. I, I, 
They ask Red, the owner of the, the hardware store, something like, who did this? You know, did mm -hmm. did Brad do right. this and his boys? And he says, does a hobby horse have a wooden dick? <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, uh, well, yeah, I guess I that guess, answers my question. That's a weird I've way I've never to thought it. about a hobby horse having a dick, but I guess it yeah. would be a wooden dick. I don't, <laughs> sure. Yeah, maybe an anatomically correct hobby <laughs> horse would. Maybe that horse from, uh, what was that? Hello, Mary Lou prom. Yes, like, oh, yeah. that's that, the hobby that horse, horse I was thinking. I was like, well, that you horse You know that horse had, had a dick. Yeah. Yeah, so. That's such a weird fucking scene. <laughs> that was awesome. like a cool movie that they just made real weird in post. Got but we're not weird. here to talk about yep. that. Yeah. <laughs> I've already talked about that several times <laughs> on several podcasts. For some, That might be my roadhouse for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> So now we've established the hero, the villain, the love interest, a quirky waitress, and I'm sitting there going, I thought I saw Sam Elliott's name in the credits oh, yeah. here, and we're almost halfway through this movie. It's like and Keith finally, David. You're like, I thought he was yeah. in this movie. Yeah. And he kind of just calls him to bullshit, like just to shoot the shit, because he's like, yeah. hey, have you heard of this guy who like owns a town around Kansas City? He's like, nope. All right, bye. I'll talk to you later. Yeah, he, where, where is he? He's at a wet G-string contest. Yes, and they I'm have like, crossed out the word uh, T-shirt and just spray-painted G-string. And what does yeah. that do for you, exactly? Well, I guess I understand. Yeah, no, because I'm thinking, like, so the wet T-shirt, obviously, it's like, oh, we can't show you their tits, but when yeah. they're wet... You can see, I'm like, cool. But like the G-string, I'm like, all right, I'm already seeing what I want to see. I don't yeah. know why you're going to add water to this. <laughs> yes. I guess you wanted to be wet. Sure? You, know, you know, that's a way to get around the law, to be like, well, we can't have strippers here. But if we if just we call say it the wet it's a wet something yeah. contest. And girl was like, what else do they us. have that night? Like, instead of mud fights, like, oh, we have wet sand fights. Yeah. Uh, we, just, we get a sandbox, put a lot of water in it. Uh, it's like, oh, that. Actually, sounds pretty terrible to be honest. <laughs> and I feel like I guess I really haven't seen um, Sam Elliott in as much as I thought I had. I mean, I remember him in Mask, and I remember him <laughs> in The Big Lebowski, and and I'm sure I've seen him around. But his acting technique in this movie appears to be get as stoned as you possibly can before showing up on set and mumble through your lines. It's great. There's yeah. nothing wrong with it. No, I, I, no it totally it's fits just, that character. Yeah, yeah. I have his, to say, I enjoyed him. Yeah, his attitude and approach to everything that's happening is so great. Even when he gets movie. the shit beat out of him, he's just like, ugh. And I love it. I wanted to have a beer throughout this whole movie with Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott, because he's yep, always yeah. just, we'll just have a beer and we'll think about it. We'll have a beer and we'll just get over it. We'll bleed with the beer. It'll be great. Yeah. Kudos <laughs> to Sam Elliott. There's so much like in this movie, like oh, he's getting old. He's getting old. He's outlived three of the cast members <laughs> in this movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's outlived, you know, like, yeah, he's outlived yeah. Uh, about Jeff Healy, Patrick Swayze. They died the same year. And then Ben Gazzara. It's like, oh, in real life, he's kind of kicking yeah. ass. Yeah, because <laughs> now we see, isn't this now when we see um, that the double deuce has, is the new and improved double deuce? <laughs> it's like the yes. makeover. It's like that show when the guy goes in and fixes the restaurant and makes it all better. Like, uh -huh. this, we've got new front lighting. The parking lot's cleaned up. There's no more cage now, over the band. Like Now, now it looks lame. Yeah, now it, it looks does. Lame. It looks like a cheesy it club looks, now. It looks it's not sterilized as, yeah. and generic. And it's like, now, nah, give me back that shirtless guy. 
and the cage. Yeah, that's give me the, the character. I like. Yeah, the the front of the place looks like a Red Robin or something like that. Like it doesn't look all that great. It and, really does and, look like that. And like you said, Jamie, I almost want a scene where Patrick Swayze is like, "You see those boots? You got to rip those yeah. things out of there. We got to mess with the lighting <laughs> in this place. Like, yeah, you, well, you look, know, just." Dancing is only part of this. To be fair, they established that it was the owner, Tillman. He had this plan for a while. Oh, yeah, because he does show them a chalkboard plan, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah. But it's funny that they had to get the cooler involved in order to get this going. It's like, all right, I I don't know about that. (laughs) I just, it's such a bizarre movie in that I don't understand what Ben Gazzara's end game is with like, shouldn't Ben Gazzara, a guy who's got his fingers in every stupid pie in this town, be happy that this place is doing a lot of business. Like he could probably just wait for Patrick Swayze to leave, shake this guy down for some money. And like get play the long game, right. dude, you'll be fine. Yeah. Reinstate your shitty nephew as the bartender after he leaves. I think ben Gazzara, he's this character, Brad Wesley. <laughs> He doesn't. He doesn't like to mess with these. But he, like he. Yeah. He doesn't. Yeah. He He's wants got control issues. He's got control he, issues. He does. He yeah. Does. Yeah. The the hot doctor shows up. Now she's hot. Uh, because she's wearing basically nothing. She looks like a skeleton. This woman is so thin. Is this the picnic blanket dress? Yes. Yes. It definitely is. Yeah. Well, wait. Before this, this is when the boot happens. Right. The. This is when what happens. Oh, the boot with the razor yeah, blade. Yeah, the it? razor boot. Yes. 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 You know what's funny? I, um, this is... I I rewatched uh, the Dark Knight on 4K Blu-ray, and I remember the Joker had a knight that comes out of his boot. I'm pretty sure that was a Roadhouse reference. Oh pretty sure. yeah. Pretty sure. Pretty sure Christopher Nolan watched that. He's like, ah, oh, yes, I know what I will have my Joker do. <laughs> <laughs> I assume Rowdy's watching that going, I know where you got that. Yeah, Ra- Rowdy's I like, oh, I just saw that new Batman movie. I know where he took that. He took my idea. <laughs> so they sort of go on a date to a shitty diner. And this is when we said earlier, he comes back, she drops him off by his car. There's a stop sign. Show, oh, right, yeah. like, through and he just car. lifts it out yeah. like it's a like somebody left a note on it or something. Yeah, he's just he stands like, it up and like yeah. poses yeah. next to it mm-hmm. as she drives away, which is great. Oh, oh, real quick. Uh, one of the deleted scenes I remember during like the whole like making the bar better. Apparently mm-hmm. there was like a scene where Dalton was trying to train the bouncers by making them do ballet. Oh yeah, you said the ballet. Yeah, yeah, he had to dress like ballerinas, I guess, to make them move gracefully over the bar or something. I forget the specifics, but it's like not in the movie, and I cannot. I don't know why deleted scenes for this movie do not exist. Like, I would give anything to see these. That's got to be magnificent, actually, and it would have added a nice little levity to the whole thing. Is like a little (laughs) montage of his training program. And the yeah. ballet, like, I would have taken that gladly. I, I really would have. because the, No, Doug, you wanted the, more sex. We know. You wanted a no, longer no, I scene. Did, but the- just, listen, just because I want more sex, <laughs> a steamier sex scene, does not mean I also don't want ballet. In okay, fair enough. <laughs> I'll take both. Why can't we have all of it? I'm, like, Googling it. I'm trying to see if there's even a picture of it, but there just fucking isn't. <laughs> anyway, this is where Dalton is approached by these uh, toughs, and they bring him to meet the big bad guy of the oh, town. Right, right. And 
he sort of sits down like he knows all about Dalton and he's like, oh, I know you killed that guy, yeah. but you said it was self-defense, but you really loved killing him. Oh, wait. Him, didn't oh, you? Yeah. <laughs> it's such a long drawn I like it scene too. that goes nowhere between yeah. the two of them. There's that lady that that later does the strip tease that, that she's got the black eye and she's working out in there. Right, right. Why did she get the black eye? Oh, what did she? He, oh, like, she was coming her, on. For, like, to, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he put her in her place. The, Put her in yeah. her place, and he doesn't yeah, like her was... music. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yes, that's when, she it, was... when he yells her, like, yeah. ah, shut that, that off. That is you. a, um, I'm blanking on her name, that is a stunt woman. She was like Pamela Anderson's uh, stunt woman for a while. Oh, really? She's also oh, okay. in, she's she also in the, uh, Break, wasn't the she? FBI agent that, huh? Wasn't she in Point Break? I, she might have been in Point Break also. Yeah. She's also the FBI agent in uh, Jason Goes to Hell that has to lure Jason oh. to get blown up in the beginning of the film. Why do oh, I know that? Okay. Who the fuck knows? Uh. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's that's great. And I do, you know, and first of all, don't ever hit women, people. But well, I, I mean, I mean, guy, I mean well, 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 I mean, are they hitting you or? Well, she's no, no, no. It, it's she's standing right next to this guy who brought her to this bar and she turns to bed she's He's like, hey, what if I asked you to like go with me and fuck? Like, that's cool, right? Yeah. And this guy's like, I don't know. I think it's about time for us to go right now. <laughs> oh, wait. Is this that was the nipple to nipple line, right? Yes, it was a, it was a little bit after Why that. Why don't we go yeah. get nipple to nipple? And then she says, I could do that on my own or something. It's like, yeah. do that without you. What I don't the need f- you for that. I don't I I don't think I've ever used that line. I'm actually shocked I haven't. Just going up here, I'm like, hey, when you get nipple to nipple, and it's like, wait, what? What the now fuck does that hot. mean? That is hot. Yes, su- yes, surprisingly, it's not a good pickup line. Yeah. I don't understand why. <laughs> uh, so now, yeah, as we said, Keith David's the new bartender. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, he, this is when he takes the doc back to his place Ooh. and puts on some sexy tunes. Ooh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, oh, wait, I like it. Was this when he turns the on the radio and she makes the face? Like, no, no, yes. not that. <laughs> She's like, no, I don't like yeah. that heavy metal stuff. Yeah. Like, put on more blues rocks because that's yeah. the worst. That's what this movie is Play some about. Otis Redding. That's my, that gets me out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, pretty much. And she's the niece of the hardware store owner because he says, town. "Like I saw, I saw a picture of you in the hardware store, <laughs> and oh. I don't remember seeing a picture." Um, do you think the scene would have been better with Annette Benning? Because apparently she originally oh. was in this movie. Oh, and then from what I'm reading is like she just had no hmm. chemistry, so they fired her from the movie. Oh, really? Why? Yeah, because because could... you know when I see Kelly Lynch and Patrick Swayze, I'm like, oh, just nothing but chemistry there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the sparks, right, yes. they fly. She does look uncomfortable at parts. I would have liked to hear her. <laughs> <laughs> she looks uncomfortable at parts through the whole movie. Yeah. She looks like she no, but in the love scene there. especially, there's parts where she's just looking uncomfortable, yeah. like, oh, oh, you're gonna touch my ass. Okay, okay. And that's why when you were saying before that she's Tony, that she's a uh, joking about her hair and everything like that i'm like yeah, yeah. i'm sure she's joking yeah. about some other things too <laughs> kind of looking off camera the director like this is cool yeah right? we, is this is apparently this right? bill murray uh yeah bill murray uh whenever he sees this movie on tv he'll call her husband mitch glazer and just like make fun of them like hey roadhouse <laughs> is on i'm at the sexy <laughs> that's wonderful wow he must have called her at least five times a day in the mid nineties. It's like on TBS all the time, I think. So yeah, I, I just felt like, like we said, they didn't really have any chemistry and, mm-hmm. and, and then they sit, they sit out after they have sex 
and they have just like a bland, uninteresting conversation. And I don't want to say that Sam Elliott's sort of the same way, but I feel like later on when they're, when Sam Elliott shows up, I was expecting him to like inject something into this movie, but it stops. Like this movie grinds to a halt mm. so they can hang out at a diner for way too long and talk about things it's, that I don't care it's about. It's to humanize them <laughs> so you care about these rich characters, you asshole. <laughs> a lesser man would have just made it all about the action and stuff, but no. Rowdy Harrington, he was like, no, I need you to really care about these characters. Well, and we get right. a little taste. This is when we find out that Dalton was married before. And that's that, right. Right? And that that's why. So we there's a rumor that he's killed a man before. And mm -hmm. we find out he killed the man because the man pulled a gun on him. And now what yeah. I think we're supposed to piece together is because um, uh, Sam says something to the effect of like, well, you didn't know that she was married. She didn't say mm -hmm. that. So was it that it was his girlfriend's, so it's Dalton's girlfriend's husband? Husband, yes. That yes. he then killed because yeah. he pulled a gun on him, yes. correct? Right. Okay. Yeah, and it I appears think... that he was fooling around with a married woman, unbeknownst to no, him. No, he didn't yeah. know. She didn't disclose that information. Right. And, of course, he uh, apparently, I think it's assumed that this is the guy whose throat he ripped out. Yes, yes, right. it all <laughs> happens, yeah. And I, and I, I wanted to make like a film years ago, like a fan film, because I'm insane, where it's like it's the prequel to Roadhouse, but the person he kills is his character from Dirty Dancing. Like he breaks <laughs> up him and baby. <laughs> but I don't think that because Dirty Dancing takes place in what, like the 50s? Yeah. I don't think the timeline would have worked. Maybe it could have worked out. He could have been into an older woman. I don't know. <laughs> uh, fine. You know, or, worst case scenario, he finds a time machine. Whatever. I know. However we could pull a dock. Sense. Yeah, yeah. We could get another dock involved. Yeah. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so, yeah, so the three of them are all hanging out because now we have these three characters in this movie. Um, oh, and. Oh, sorry. Okay, go ahead. Sorry, sorry. No, uh, when. um. Uh, Wade Garrett, when he shows up to the double, the double do, she calls it. Yeah. They're like, the bad guys are like breaking all the alcohol. He's like, you're not. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. Only... That's right. Yeah. 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 But I love they're beating the shit out of Patrick Swayze and like Wade Garrett shows up. He's like, hey, what's up, Dalton? <laughs> like, yeah. like, it's just a totally normal thing. He's like, oh, how you yep. doing? Oh, you, you're in some trouble again, aren't you? <laughs> I do love how convenient it is that the one time these guys get <laughs> A leg up on him. He just has. Oh, Sam Elliott happens to show up because he has had no issue fighting None. anyone. No, he's taking them all down. Yeah, but now they're wanting. They're coming because they don't want the bar to distribute any more alcohol. They're limiting right. the alcohol sales. Right, right, um, right. And then yeah, yeah. So, but uh, Wade turns out just in time. Um, Oh, what about the weird thing when, when they're showing off their scars and Wade stands up? I, I'm shows. glad you brought it up. I really wanted to talk about his crotch. Uh, yep. Yeah, so they're, they're they're like talking about scars. And Wade Garrett's like, oh, I got stabbed here. And he like unzips his pants. He's just free-balling it. Everyone's yep. free-balling and raw-dogging in this film. That's you like, who needs yeah, it. You don't scar. need it. I'm like, that's, that's fucking – if I was on a second date with a woman – and my friend's like, hey, let me show you my crotch. And like, I'd be like, hey. And then the next not? the next minute, he's dancing with her and like telling yeah. her when she's like, oh, ho, ho, you're wishing me luck with your friend. He's like, no, I'm serious. I want you for my own. Like, and I'm very <laughs> serious. I taught Dalton how to cuck people. I'm really yeah. I'm the master. <laughs> I, taught him, yeah. I taught him how to be a cooler and how to cuck people. 
After this dickhead gets thrown in jail for ripping some of dude's throat out, which I assume will happen, you can come yeah. with me. Yeah. And she's not even like, and apparently they've been up all night too, because at some point she says, like, I got to get to bed, guys. Like, I might have a shift at some point. <laughs> she's like, I am a doctor. Yeah. Like, I have other shit to do. We've been out all night. It's clearly the next yeah. day. We're <laughs> drinking beer for breakfast at a diner. I got to go. I'm responsible. Thanks for the dance, Wade. Yeah. <laughs> Like, oh yeah, she ended up killing like five people at the hospital that day. Yeah, exactly. Because she, she's all she hung over. She misprescribed them stuff. Yeah. And they all overdosed. <laughs> so now I don't mean to speed through stuff, but there are three. No, there are two things that happen here that I want to talk about. Mm. The hardware store burns down slash explodes. Oh, because it's, it's got all that oil like, in it. Two scenes later, they drive a monster truck through. A th- the car dealership? So I don't know why any yeah. of this is happening. Because they're not you know paying funny? their bills. Those owners are not paying up. You know what's funny? This town, as far as I can tell, it consists of just a few things. <laughs> two, two houses that are right across the river from each other. Two big establishments that are right across the street from each other. <laughs> uh, a fucking car dealership. Um Yeah. They go to someone's house at some point. But also the line to get into the double deuce is a mile long later in this movie. I'm like, how many people are in this small town? Also, when they blew up uh, Red's bar, like, it's just, it's so clearly, it's just a big, or Red's uh, hardware Hardware store. store, It's so clearly just like a hollow building. Like, it's like, it's so, like, that (laughs) is just a big, there's just four walls just barely (laughs) strung together, blown up. Uh, and I think there, this was another, there was another scene here where Brad Wesley was like threatened. And we forgot Brad Wesley is trying to justify his actions. Oh, he yeah. thinks he's a benefit to the town because yeah. he brought so much business there. Right. I don't know if you know this, but JC Penny is coming there because of him. <laughs> Ask says, anyone, they'll JC tell you. JC Penny? <laughs> like, Ooh, in about 2008, that's not going to go yeah. well for this town. Uh, but yeah, and I think this is like when he makes the girl dance or whatever. But yeah, so, so we can speed yeah. it up a little bit. Yeah, the monster but just, truck. But why the monster? Like, and, and somebody just mentions at one point, like, you know, he's got the whole sheriff's office in his pocket. I'm like, the guy drove a monster truck through a car dealership and everyone has seen that. Does it really matter if you have the police force in your pocket? <laughs> yeah, it, it, at, like at some point you can like contact like the, like the Federal Bureau, Bureau of Investigation. Like there are <laughs> like, other. Yeah. Uh, authorities you could cut like hey I think uh, eternal affairs you might want to look into this like, they're letting them get away with a lot <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah yeah but I love this is just like a, this is that wonderful era where you could say something like oh yeah what if the guys just like drive around in a monster truck and they go through a bar, <laughs> and someone's like oh yeah that sounds pretty cool yeah what they could do like, that if you yeah. were to put that in a movie now it would be like Oh, look how over the top and wacky we are. And how is it this slide? They would draw attention to it. But no, this movie is like, yeah, they have a monster truck. They decide to drive it through the little That's, that's <laughs> the vehicle of choice. Who doesn't have a monster truck in a small town? It's what, the, it's what people know. Yeah. <laughs> but, but this really, and I, I love it how this whole thing is what pushes Patrick Swayze over the yeah. edge. Because now we see him in what should have been a tra- training montage scene. Yeah. Like, yeah. I really, I love how he's in the barn and he's 
hitting a heavy bag and then climbs a rope to get up to the second level where he hits another heavy bag <laughs> yeah. for a while. And that's kind of the extent well, of his now training. Well, angry training. They uh, right. yeah. skipped yes. over it, but um, they, they foreshadowed this with this peaceful training where he's doing Tai Chi. Right. The tai and then, yeah. then Emmett is like, oh my God. Like, even he's <laughs> amazed. And then, and then Brad Wesley's driving around on a four-wheeler and he stops at the thing and he's like, ha. Huh. That guy doing Tai Chi. <laughs> but now this is like the opposite because now he's just angry. He's right. not doing Tai Chi anymore. Right. He's fucking hitting things. Do, and then, he's so then what happens? Uh, yeah, oh, he's very sweaty. Um, Sam Elliott is there to try and talk some sense into him. He doesn't listen to no. him. Um, his lady friend, the doc, shows up mm. just in time for the house. For some reason, they decided to blow up the house. Not the barn where he's staying. No, I'm trying to murder the man who's giving him a lot of trouble. I will say, though, this is a t- this like not, this is being genuine. Again, yeah. cinematography, this mm-hmm. nice wide shot where you can see the house in the back. Her acting mixed with the pirate hat, like That was all in camera. If yeah. she stumbled on a line, they would have been fucked (laughs) but yeah like that is all just like like who's gonna save them although i am kind of confused she's like oh you think you can save this town room who's gonna save them from you and it's like i don't think dalton's gonna go around killing people (laughs) (laughs) but yeah so she does that line she screams and like right on cue they destroy that house this beautiful explosion i'm like man there's so many ways that could have went wrong and i'm so happy that (laughs) shot went right (laughs) i would have anxiety if i was directing this Oh, sure. I would have no. so, it's like that scene in Tropic Thunder where they light all the pyrotechnics, but no one's rolling. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but it's it's what's also wonderful is the house appears to be decimated. Yeah. But he is able to say he, he goes in like a like a firefighter, like backdraft or something. Yeah. He carries yeah. him out like a baby. <laughs> and he pulls him yeah. out. He's wearing he's wearing like his a long ring. nightgown. Yeah. Giant red long johns. It's really great. And he really does now look like Santa. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. It was wonderful. And then this is when Jimmy reveals yes. himself on his motorcycle. And he does the bad, the bad guy. <laughs> oh, yes, he does. <laughs> and I've, I've recreated this fight before with friends. I fucking love oh my God. this fight. is It's shot so well. The choreography is so great. <laughs> Fucking uh, Patrick Swayze. So he was trained. Shit. Patrick Swayze was trained by a famous uh, martial artist. I can't remember his name, but he's in a lot of Jackie Chan movies. Okay. And he's the one who taught him. He's like, in the, the behind the scenes, he's like, yeah, I saw he was a dancer. So I made sure all his fight moves had a kind of dance Ooh. sort of move to it. So that's why he's kind of like this the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> and that's kind of, like, he, that, that amazing jump he does over there. Somehow he catches up with the motorcycle and just like tackles him yep. off of it. But yeah, this fight scene is awesome. It's a wonderful fight scene, yes. and it, it really is like it's shot so well because it's at night. Yes, it, you know the lights very low. Mm-hmm. It's the first, I think, external fight scene that we've seen in this movie mm-hmm. too. Uh, they fought outside the bar a little bit, yeah, but this is the okay. first like really in, big one. Not in nature, not yes. around water and trees and stuff <laughs> yes. like that. Um, yeah, and you know, like there's a lot of things you can pull out in the fight, like knives, mm-hmm. uh, guns. Uh, telling people you're a homosexual. Uh, and Jimmy does all three. <laughs> Jimmy came with his A game. Yeah. One of the the best line I think in this movie is where he goes, I used to fuck guys like you in prison. And, and that's really like Patrick Swayze was losing this fight. And suddenly he's like, wait a minute. Yeah, like that's a- is this guy possibly gay? <laughs> I can't lose this fight now. By the way, 
Uh, they never say his first name, Dalton's first mm-hmm. name. But if you look at his file, it's James Dalton. And then the bad guy's name is Jimmy. So it's like that's his oh. evil counterpart. Oh. <laughs> oh, Jimmy and James. They're going after each <laughs> that's other. awesome. But yeah, this is the infamous throat rip scene. And yes. uh, when you watch like the behind the scenes stuff, like they get to that part and like every actor was like, yeah, we thought that was a little. Even Patrick Swayze is like, yeah, I don't know. That part, I was like, I don't. That seems a little far-fetched. Because they but really actually do make it like yeah. like it's his throat. Like it's his. And what, I mean, I should know this. I'm a speech therapist. But is it the larynx? Like is it the, what part of the throat exactly? Did Adam's apple? Did he just take his Adam's <laughs> apple? Did uh, once you start up? digging around in the throat, it really doesn't matter what you rip yeah. out. Like you're in big trouble. Did he go uh, in for the tonsils? Yeah. I don't know. Go ahead. Apparently, they, they included it because apparently it was like this rumor that went around that that actually happened somewhere. But I've oh. never seen that. Oh I've never seen anyone prove it. <laughs> oh yeah, no, no. It is an interesting scene because it really is Patrick Swayze just murders a guy he, he legit does murder and after oh go yeah. ahead go ahead no 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 you go you go you go i was gonna say i like how he drags him then across the water to and it's like <laughs> God, look who i have he's just screaming for brad to like come Fuck and see you. yeah but here's yeah. the thing so he's fine with murder we're yeah. about to see him murder everyone why doesn't he just swim across the pond, yeah. climb up Brad's <laughs> wall, and just murder that. him right there? Like, why? Because then I'm like, but where did he go after this? <laughs> like, the bad guy's right there. Just go yeah. over there yeah. and kill him. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I imagine he and the doc and the old man snuggled up in that bed up in the loft <laughs> and had a good night's sleep after all this. <laughs> Uh, like, like I'm guessing they took him to the hospital because if they called the cops, they'd be like, "Hey, what's with the dead body floating in the water?" <laughs> right. Oh, he uh, he got into a motorcycle accident. It was like, really? Because it looks like his throat's ripped out. Like, yeah, <laughs> it looks like... that happens. <laughs> he wasn't wearing a helmet. So <laughs> this is also after all this goes down, he gets a phone call from Ben Gazzara, and I love how Ben Gazzara's on the phone and is like. Who am I going to murder? Your best friend or your girl? Oh, Hold yeah. on, let me flip a yeah. coin. And he literally flips a coin. I'm like, he can't see what you're doing. Well, he doesn't you're tell him. He doesn't tell him which one it is. Because he doesn't even tell him what it is. Yeah. And I'm like, wait, what's heads? What's tails? What's happening right here? <laughs> yes. Uh, and what I love about this. Oh, did we mention Brad Wesley used to date Doc? I, I think they said he was just really into her. Oh, I don't okay. think they said they ever dated. Okay. So but I love yeah, this old man was yeah. this old man's really into this woman who's young enough to be his granddaughter. So I I I mean that doesn't stop old men. No, no, <laughs> I know. <laughs> I love this next series of scenes. So he he goes to the bar. Wade Garrett shows up and he's all beat up. Yeah. He's like, oh man, they 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 jumped me. Oh my god, they kicked my ass. He's like, we gotta get out of this town, Wade. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna get He's like, I'm going to get the doc and we're leaving. So he leaves Wade, who's horribly injured behind, as he goes to the hospital. And I'm like, I don't <laughs> I know. know. I feel sure. like. You're not going to bring your friend to your doctor friend? You're not. This is yeah. a perfect I'm ample like, time I... for them to meet and not just dance I mean, maybe, and drink. Yeah. Maybe he doesn't have insurance, but uh, I don't know. He's like, yeah, I'll, I'll just stay and drink. 
So then the doctor's like, no, you're a monster. I am not. Uh, by the way, I have a job. I can't just up and fucking yeah. leave. Right. <laughs> like, you gotta give me like two weeks or something. Uh, and then he goes back to the bar, and then the bad guys finally finished off his murder. And then they leave the and note. They st- was, I love the note. <laughs> the handwritten note knifed yeah. to his back on a piece of loose leaf paper to like notebook paper because yeah, it's got the frayed right. edges on it. Is no one yeah. else at this bar? Why is only the cooler there after hours? Yeah, right? I don't know. And again, Ben Gazera, you, we have been expressly told that you have the police force in your pocket. Yeah. He just murdered a man. Can't you have him arrested? Yeah. Problem yeah. solved. But he uh, also you loves have crime. A... So... <laughs> okay, Remember, he, this is a guy so evil that he when he close. drives his car, he sings to himself and drives in both lanes. Oh, yes, <laughs> so, that's yep. right. We saw that. <laughs> when he just came, blindly almost, just driving his red convertible yeah. around. Yeah. One of the weirdest details in this movie, yeah. which I was like, well, that's an interesting scene that they just shoved in here. Uh, but yeah, so, this is the like the all yeah. bets are off moment. Like Dalton's right. ready. And they're ready yeah. for Dalton. They've like, yeah. fortified the fucking mansion. <laughs> It really is like the end of Jamie. You remember this? The end of Commando when he just goes in <laughs> yeah. and decides that he now has to just kill everyone. Yeah. Now there's there's a lot less people at this mansion than Commando, but it's kind of what he does. Just coming in is like that's it. All bets are off. I am killing everyone I see. And then he he sacrifices his beautiful car. He drives his car oh, and yeah. then like, but he's not in it. He uses yeah. the knife that was used to kill Wade, Wade Garrett, who I assume is just decaying on the fucking bar. Down. I don't know if he let anyone know. He used that to, like, put the gas pedal down, and somehow the car was able to steer itself in the right direction. <laughs> you know, Keith David showed up and was like, what the fuck is going on here? I got to clean this up now. Yeah, so I love there's, like, that big explosion and stuff, and then he's just taking people out like a ninja. Yeah. He's like yep. fucking Batman in this scene. Yeah. He is. And my biggest my biggest complaint is that we didn't have like an exaggerated fight scene with uh uh Terry Funk. I don't think we do. No. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, when does he take care of him? He kind of just beats the hell out of him with when they're delivering the booze, right? Yeah. Is that the last yeah, time you see him like, or do we see him here? Yeah, I think they just like he's around with the gun and then I think he's just passed okay. out on the floor and it's like, "Oh, I would have liked to have seen that." fight scene with the wrestler like that's yeah. kind of the guy kind of reminds me of uh the first john wick like kevin nash the wrestler mm-hmm. has a cameo and it's like oh cool he's gonna fight kevin nash famous wrestler and then nothing happened yeah I'm like, oh, i mean i okay. know i understand that we just had a big fight scene with a throat rip but yeah. you've had fight scenes through the whole movie like have another great one at the climax of no this. we gotta wait and for the, just... the ben gazara fights <laughs> I, this this was wild. How Ben Gazzara, first of all, one ups him and appears to be almost ready to kill him. But and I love how the small business owners. Oh, this town. is great. They stand oh, up for themselves. Okay, okay. But, but before the business owners, yeah. I like Ben Gazzara doing his like uh, fucking the Emperor Palpatine thing, where he's trying to like try to get Dalton on the evil side. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But you can work for yes. me. Yeah, he's like, you can work for me. He's like, oh, why do you care about? Wait, he was old. Jimmy was young. He took shit to him. I'm like, I don't, I don't think you're winning over any favors. And of course, they are fighting in what we talked about the uh, the trophy room. Mm-hmm. And I've always said this. I think uh, uh, what's it called? Brad Wesley went hunting in a zoo. 
Like he went to the lo- like that town must have the town of Jasper must have had a zoo at one point and just Brad Wesley went in with a handgun and <laughs> shot all of them point blank. He has every goddamn animal on earth. He has like fucking penguins, monkeys. And fully <laughs> stuffed too, not just head mounted on the walls. We've got full stuffed on display. Yeah, oh, sure. Just, yeah. 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 But the only thing missing yeah. is Dalton's ass. <laughs> <laughs> he even has like tribal spears that he uses. That's as- I love it when he pulls the spears out. He's like, "Well, I might have, I might not have the same moves as you, but I've got my spears that I can hack into you with." Yeah. I also love how the chubby guy is so scared of this animal trophy room. Like, he feels that this place is haunted. Like, I and place. I think and he polar, thinks this bear is after him. The polar yeah, bear I think just he... falls on him. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I love when they're fighting. Fucking <laughs> the is like, you know, I can fight, but uh, I'm just too busy. I'm going to have to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But then Dalton, but will, I have this handgun, so it's much easier this way. Yeah. Dalton, <laughs> like, gets him and he's about to do the throat rip again and doesn't doesn't doc his... show up for this scene yeah yes. and she's yeah. like yeah. don't do it even though you just he's killed his, like 15 people throat, yeah why would you kill the worst guy here fingers yeah. are in the throat rip clench <laughs> like this is terrible and he has a whole minute where you see him kind of thinking it over like am i this yeah. guy am i going to continue this life it's like he it's has like, his well, yeah, you're kind of in it now. You just killed Yeah, exactly. Um, look around, buddy. And this is the bad, this is the guy you want to get. <laughs> but he stops himself. But, he grows a But as I said, he isn't the one who kills oh, him. No. It's one small business owner after the other who uh-huh. takes turns. Just first of all, popping into the scene, just showing yeah. up. And I love Ben Gazzara's, like, last words. He's like, it's over! It's like, okay. <laughs> he just gets shot by everyone. And right. apparently, this actually did happen in some town. There was some town that the townspeople hated. I've never actually fact-checked this, but this is, like, this is the urban legend, I guess. Sounds yeah. good. Let's, Let's go with there it. There was a town that, like, people hated the one guy for whatever reason. He was screwing them over. So he apparently got shot in broad daylight. But when the cops were questioning people, everyone said they didn't see anything. <laughs> uh, oh, well, because that's this is their all reaction. They yeah, yeah, they kind of it. just, yeah. it, like, who knows? It's probably an urban legend, but they definitely got it from something. Yeah. But yeah, so apparently they were just I love like, that if this happened, the people in the town were like, he promised to bring J.C. Penny to the yeah. town. He never did. That's why we killed him. <laughs> J.C. Penny's like, Brad Wesley's dead. Deal's <laughs> up. <laughs> <laughs> Jasper is no more. <laughs> so yeah, so he's killed. We do hear the cops come, I, and and like you said, the cops show up, and everybody's like, "I don't know what, yeah. I don't know what happened here." It's like, well, this is going to lead to some investigation. Like, you're all going to be brought in. Someone's going to flip at some. You're point. all at the scene of, of multiple murders, and like, yeah. there's, there's still. I assume some of the henchmen are still alive. Maybe yes, they're all just <laughs> yucking it up with each other. Like it is. And such of course, a the one henchman's like polar bear fell on me, oh, yeah. <laughs> and the cops aren't like, okay, well, up until that point, what happened before the polar bear? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> be like, oh, well, Dalton drove onto our property and started killing us. Yeah. <laughs> polar bear fell on me. He does look at monkeys, which is a weird the final like, shot. Evil, like, oh yes, yeah, the, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And I, it's just so funny how he just falls in line after that, and it's like, well, I guess all my friends are dead. I could be cool. Yeah, I guess. yeah. <laughs> 
And that's it. Like, that is how Roadhouse. It, it ends with the song, ends. and it ends with uh, Dalton and Doc swimming naked in the water oh, while yeah. blind Jeff Healy sits on the riverbank. And it's like, why is he there? <laughs> what is he doing? He's just their musical <laughs> accompaniment. Serenading. I love it. Play the guitar while you guys fucking the pond over there. <laughs> they're, they're naked. They're playing around. He's fake drowning her. It's fun. <laughs> yes, playful and hilarious. At the end of the show, what we do is just sort of give our final thoughts. I mean, Tony, I don't even know if I have to ask you yeah, how you I feel about this. Well, I think I made it very, very clear. Yeah, uh, abundantly. Great, great film. I need to get it on Blu-ray. I don't own it on Blu-ray yet. Um, really, I am shocked. When you said DVD extras, I was like, what are you doing, dude? This has been released at least three times. Yeah. Well, I, well I, I remember getting the special edition of DVD at the time. Uh, I think there is, I think I actually know the guy who released uh, the newest Blu-ray release. Um, mm-hmm. I want to say this is the greatest film ever. <laughs> you okay. should all watch it. But I want to warn everyone, never fucking watch Roadhouse 2. Oh. Avoid it at all costs. Oh. Is there a two? Uh, is Swayze yes. in it? Is Swayze in the second one? Is Swayze no. is fucking not in it, but oh, his... Yeah son that you never knew existed what? is in it <laughs> yes paul swayze wait who yeah yeah he had wait a... a minute how how long after this does the next one take place and is this just a random son that's like 12 13 years so, old so, no 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 it's like movie? an adult oh, man uh, it came out mid <clears throat> early 2000s oh okay uh, so okay. quite a while what's after. This, uh, right. that one actor is really good actor plays dalton's brother and uh, oh. he's he oh, like has, it's in like the Louisiana, New Orleans, okay. and uh, Dalton's son, who I guess was from a previous fling, not uh, related to Doc, wow. is, is taking up the family business of being Oof. a cooler, and uh, you know he has to fight the local, the local crime lord Jake Busey. I might be kind of into this. I now. do like I Jake Busey, but. <sighs> okay. Does Gary Busey make? He's not in. He does right? not. He but I have a fun fact about oh. Gary Busey and Roadhouse. Um, no, so Jake Busey, he's the bad guy in it, and the movie's awful. It's direct to video. Yeah. It's terrible. And then, and then, well, first off, Dalton's dead in the movie. What? I know. I thought like he was Aww. so philosophical, he would like hack uh, reality and live forever. Right? He like figured it out. He's like, I know how to. <laughs> through through meditation, I am forever. Anyway, no, he's dead. And then you find out Jake Busey murdered him in between movies. Oh, and I was like, no, fuck <laughs> you. <laughs> but I kind of I kind of love and hate that. Like I would like it better, like you said, if he died, but he managed to possess someone else, and it wasn't like his yeah, son; it was just yeah. some the, person embodied, or like. <laughs> His image came and spoke to the sun, you know what I mean, throughout. I also also like how they're like, you know what we didn't have enough of in the regular roadhouse? It wasn't hot or sweaty enough. Let's set this one in Louisiana. (laughs) Swampy. We need it to be swampier. Um, Oh, it's called Roadhouse 2 Last Call. Uh, Oh, Will Patton is in it. He has a fight scene in the film. Where you can mm-hmm. clearly see his stunt double's face every time they ah! cut the wide shot. <laughs> okay. uh, and right, then I one always like that. The last thing about Busey, uh, Patrick Swayze was supposed to be in Predator 2 
as the Gary Busey character, but he got injured on Roadhouse and he wasn't able to be in the film, so he got mm. replaced by so so he gets replaced by Gary Busey in Predator Two, and then he gets killed off by fucking Jake Busey. <laughs> Why does the Busey family have it out for Dalton? I don't know. I have to say though, uh, Gary Busey in Predator Two, better decision. I really don't think I would have enjoyed that movie with Patrick Swayze. I'll, in it. I'll give you that, unless it was Patrick Swayze as Dalton. And then, oh, which case, okay. should have been <laughs> the case it's all you, yeah. <laughs> he just rips out the predator's throat at the end. And yeah, you're like, you know well, what? I saw that, that coming a mile would, away. You know what? You watch Predator One, you're like, man, Arnold might not make it out of this. But if you put Dalton against the predator, you're like, oh man, I feel bad for that predator. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Jamie, what were your? How did you feel about this? I mean, I already said that women don't uh, talk about Roadhouse. That doesn't mean they don't like oh, it. Oh well, I, I have to say, talking about it in this context. Context, and especially with the amped up, I mean, Tony, you, you could make a person love this movie. Um, yes, but I've tried I, many times. I see, I see many, how many your, your enthusiasm and and talking about talking about it's a lot of fun, but yeah. it's not my type of movie. I don't love it the way you love mm. it. I I'm I'm glad to have seen it because I had honestly I had never seen it. Even I remember it yeah. being on TBS and on you know on TV, and it just I didn't ever find Patrick Swayze attractive. He's just not my type of dude. So I think that... We already talked about that when we did Dirty yeah, Dancing. Yeah. I was like, what are yeah, you talking he's, he's about, Jamie? What? And about I Patrick think Swayze that was another people. reason why I was like, oh, this is a sexy Patrick Swayze movie. I, you know, growing up. And, and then... Uh, so yeah, this was my first time seeing it. Not my yeah. type of movie, but definitely enjoyed yeah. this conversation. Yep. And definitely... Yeah. You know, it's funny. Um, when we uh, when we were on Cinemasker Rental Reviews, James, the angry video game nerd, he kind of went the same way. He's like... He's like, I didn't want to see this movie, Patrick Swayze. It seemed like, you know, like Dirty Dancing yeah. or something. But then he watched the movie. He's like, I had no fucking idea how fucking awesome this movie was. <laughs> <laughs> like, it blew his mind. He's like, this movie's great. <laughs> and and I think, I mean, we don't really have a whole lot of guests on this show. Yeah. And so every now and then it's fun. Jamie and I disagree on movies. But the great thing about having guests on is I get to disagree with the guests sometimes. Because I, I feel like I'm in Jamie's camp with this. It was way more fun to talk about than to watch my this movie was built up so much because everybody loved like everyone if you were between the ages of 30 and 50 and you're a dude you fucking love roadhouse yeah. and you can't stop talking yeah. about it yep. um and it just it didn't live up to that for me if this was a tight 90 minutes I think I would have enjoyed it a whole lot more than I did pushing two hours. Uh, no, I want, I want a three-hour cut of this movie. <laughs> no, I, I, and I understand that you do, but there's there's just so much that's unnecessary in this movie. But I do have to say it was a hell of a lot of fun to talk yeah. about. Like, I had way more fun talking there's about There's a great... Uh, I wish this stuff was still easy to find. Uh, to, Roger Ebert used to have, like, a website with video versions of his mm. old, like, episodes. Uh-huh. And they're oh, harder okay. to find now. I don't know what happened to that archive, but... I went back and I watched the Roadhouse review, and he says like a really cool thing. He's like, "This movie's pretty ridiculous." I haven't seen a movie in a long time where the bad guys say, "Hey, boss," but he says he's like, "Look, it's not a very good movie." And then he stresses, he's like, "But it's not a boring movie." <laughs> he's yeah. like, "It's a very entertaining <laughs> film." Like he, like, he was, he's like, "Technically, I should not like this," but even Roger Ebert was like, "This movie's kind of winning me over." I like it. Yeah. 
I, I could see that. But but again, there were times, I, and I feel like this is, if I'm watching this movie with a couple people, I think it would be way more fun oh, than yeah. me yeah. sitting down watching this with a cup of coffee in the morning. That is not the way to watch this movie. <laughs> and that's what I did. I think that's the mistake You know what's I funny? After talking about it for like two hours, I think I'm going to mm-hmm. watch it tonight. Yeah, you are. <laughs> yeah, that's we awesome. started you. You're an addict. Now we've started uh, the next cycle. <laughs> yes. And I just realized the whole time I've been talking, I have a Roadhouse poster over there. Amazing. On my door. But it's yeah. not even like it's it's one like uh, in Philadelphia. We had the Trocadero uh, venue, mm-hmm. which has been closed. And Roadhouse just played there one night with Steven Seagal's Above the Law. And I just oh. took a paint oh. like the poster from the lobby. I didn't even get like a real Roadhouse. Uh, I'll start with Jamie. Is there anything you want to recommend? Well, yeah. Okay, so I was well, like either I said, either in addition to or instead of Roadhouse. <laughs> so, this, so I was trying to think because this was definitely when I read the little background <clears throat> about Western. My dad is such a Western fan. I was like, all right, what Western did sure. I watch with my dad that I really enjoyed? Couldn't think of one to save my. Then I thought, okay, well, this movie it was it was very sexy to me. Okay, so what's what's a sexy movie I've seen that I could recommend? Couldn't think of one. And then I thought. <laughs> Well, that Kelly Lynch, I've seen her before. What else have I seen her in? And I thought of something very unsexy and um, not very Western. The movie from 1991 with Kelly Lynch and Jim Belushi. It's called Curly Sue. And I don't know if either (laughs) one of you have seen it. Isn't it an odd recommendation to come out of Roadhouse, but it's what I'm recommending. I already told you I hadn't seen it, and you were appalled (laughs) at the fact that I had not seen (laughs) Curly Sue. I mean... It's because Kelly Lynch is in it. That's my connection there. And she's kind of this rich mom that, or I don't remember how she gets Curly Sue in her custody, um, but it's about a little girl with curly hair. Really has nothing to do. There's no action. It's not sexy. Jim Belushi's in it, so it's, you know, kind of funny, sort of sweet in it. But uh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, there's my recommendation okay. from Roadhouse. Right. <laughs> wow. All right. I have a movie to recommend, actually. Excellent. All right, go for it. Uh, if I'm remembering this movie right, I've definitely seen this before. I was looking at what the director has done other mm. than this, mm-hmm. and I'm seeing he did two movies with uh, Cuba Gooding Jr. Uh, a Murder of Crows. I don't know if you ever heard of that. Basically, uh, what you call it? Um, Cuba Gooding Jr. is a disbarred lawyer, oh, and mm-hmm. uh, becomes he becomes friends with this guy who dies, and he finds out the guy was writing a book, so he just steals the guy's manuscript and publishes the book. But it's about a, it's about murdering a bunch of lawyers, and it turns out the guy murdered a bunch of lawyers, and now the police are investigating Cuba oh. Gooding Jr. And he's gonna be like, uh, "Do I tell people I stole the book, or do uh. I?" I actually kind of want to. I I definitely have seen this movie, but I'm like, "Oh, that was the same director." I kind of want to watch this movie again. So yeah, people watch that and let me know if it's good. Or... Okay, <laughs> wow, there you okay. Go. I love it. I love I love the recommendation of like can somebody else do this for me and just let me know how this turns out. Uh, I'm going to recommend an action movie that I just recently saw. Um, and Jamie, as you know, I either recommend movies that are really old or movies that are foreign. Yeah. So I'm going to recommend a two thousand a, a, a Japanese movie from 2000 called Versus. Oh, um, uh, I've seen Versus, which is super awesome. It's uh, basically these yakuza show up. To, in like a haunted forest and Ooh. so then whenever somebody dies they turn into a zombie but then at one point a dude shows up and he's kind of like a vampire it's a movie like I've never seen before where they introduce characters every 20 minutes oh. just so that they can die and so they have more zombies so they to have fight. more victims it's <laughs> okay. yes it's wildly entertaining it's crazy and the director the cut I 
I watched was like super versus or whatever. Yeah. He went back like five years later and shot just more fight scenes to jam into this movie. So it's really great. And uh, that would be my recommendation. If you loved Roadhouse or maybe you didn't think it was that great. Um, so Tony, listen, thank you again for coming. Yes, and thank uh, you. You want to, yeah, you're, you're you want to tell us a you want to tell us a little bit about a hack the movies and other things that you're working on right yeah, now? Yeah, I'll do that real quick. I do want to mention, I sure. just found out Murder Crows is streaming on Amazon Prime and IMDb TV for free. Um, there you go. Yes. Uh, check out the hack the movies uh, channel. That is my channel. Now, if you were a Cinemassacre fan who watched the show rental reviews, uh, I basically just do the same show with less views. Uh, <laughs> and I am a less famous host, uh, but people really, really like the show. We do talking about tapes uh, usually it's we do talking about tapes on Monday mm. where we talk about movies like from 2005 and below because that was the era of VHS. Gotcha. And then we just have a show just called Hack the Movies. It's basically the same show but for modern stuff. Ah. And uh, that has a podcast feed now. You can go to hackthemovies.com or wherever podcasts are. We have a Patreon. I also have a, uh, a Godzilla podcast. Uh, and now that I know you're local, I want to definitely get you on that show at some point. Sure, yeah. Uh, called Castzilla versus the Pod Monster. You can look that up. <laughs> and uh, we just uh, uh, our good friend Carl was on an episode. Okay, we, we did destroy all monsters, which is one of the most iconic Godzilla films ever. So you know, I got Carl who knows nothing about Godzilla, and he made fun of it the whole time. So that was a great. That's episode. a super fun Godzilla movie. I'm not, not I'm according not to Carl. The, <laughs> oh, okay, all right. I was I was gonna say I'm not the biggest Godzilla my, fan, my, but my, that my one <laughs> jokes all the time. She's just like, can we get like guests who actually know about Godzilla? I'm like, no, it's so much funnier when we get people who don't <laughs> like it. <laughs> Yeah. Especially to go in and be like, I don't know, I'll watch the sixth film of this series with a bunch of <laughs> monsters. I don't know what the and hell's like, going on. Like, Why did you have that on? I'm like, yeah, because who gives a shit? Like, That's I love awesome. Godzilla, but who gives a shit? Oh, my God. And I do have one question yeah. just before we go. Um, on your, you know, for your YouTube video, stuff like that, you appear to be sitting in, like, is it just a set that you make look like a video store? Yes. Is it like an old video store that you have taken no, over? No, no, like, no, what no. Is this? Um, it's, it's definitely a set. Uh, there's a few videos where you can, like, um, see that it's a fake set. Uh, when we were still on Cinemasker, we reviewed Truman Show. And we uh -huh. did a skit at the end. We're like, wait a minute. Our lives are a show. Oh. And we reversed the camera and showed we were just in a studio. Oh, yeah. Uh, the guys at my work, they um, they got a bunch of uh, storefront stuff from like a closed vape shop. <laughs> a vape oh. and tattoo shop. <laughs> okay. uh, and most of the – well, now because we have people donating their collections to us, they're just sending us uh -huh. our tapes. But for the longest time, like all most of the tapes and DVDs on the wall are from like my dead grandfather. He left me his video collection and they all were right. just sitting in boxes for years. And then we were like, oh, we're building a fake video store. I'm like, I got it. <laughs> like, I got you covered. Guys. No, I, I think it's great. It looks fantastic. Yeah. It, well, it now really, that I know it, you're like, local, I'll definitely show it to you. It's awesome. Yeah. And I, I'm like, no, I'm slowly building a Godzilla 98 shrine on the set. And I don't nice. know why. I don't even like that movie. <laughs> No, this is yeah. and this is all local stuff. I teach at Del Val. <laughs> I so like I could come right over after I teach some stupid class sometimes. Awesome. Awesome. That's great. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, and then No, that's awesome. Usually check check me out Twitter, Instagram, it's all the same uh handle awesome. basically. You'll find me. 
All right. Awesome. Well, Tony, thank you again for showing up. Yes. And uh, everybody, thanks for listening. And again, we'll be back in two weeks with a new guest who brought another movie for us to talk about. Uh, and until then, have a great two weeks, everybody. Ciao. Look out across the field. See me returning. Smoke is in your eyes. You brought a smile. From the fireplace. Had time to think about it for a while. Well, I walked 200 miles, looked me over. It's the end of the chase, and the moon is high. It won't matter. My way or the highway. So are you uh, at least somewhat familiar with what we do here? Just go through the whole movie basically beat by beat. kind of. Yeah, it's kick... pretty much what I do that people yell yep. at me for doing. <laughs> exactly. Yep. I tried to justify it recently because people were like, why do you do a beat for, beat for beat? I'm like, oh, because I'm on YouTube. And if I stretch it out to an hour, I can squeeze more ads in because there I'm an go. asshole. <laughs> at, least, at least you have some justification. We have no reason for what wow. you're doing. So. <laughs>